Hello and welcome to Off Time Guys. My name is Tyler Andrew Pino. And I am Michael Holler and we are back! Michael, how the fuck are ya? It's been a long goddamn time. Oh yeah, no, we uh it's it's been terrible. It's been absolutely terrible. Um I don't know if uh, anyone noticed, uh, but the uh, the world ended. The world ended. Uh, everything shut down. We all shut down. Uh, it yeah. It was it was like it was like watching a pandemic happen. It was watching a pandemic happen. That happened, and Resident Evil Three came out, and it all felt remarkably apt. Arguably, the second one was worse. But yeah, I was gonna say. Um... I don't know if you've been following the news, but I guess a lot has happened in the world. Uh, we have a, a new president. Um, that happened six fucking months ago, Michael. Like, we've had... We're, we're like... What is that? Like, uh, I was going to say like a quarter of the way, but no, we're like an eighth of the way through the Biden administration already, and we haven't even... We haven't even done a podcast in that amount of time. God, has, Or even longer. Has the Biden administration done anything yet? I feel like... I feel, I, like, <laughs> I feel like it just happened because, like... With the Trump administration, like, every week was a new disaster. Like, every week was, like, a uh, a presidential term-ending scandal that, it, like, every week it was the straw that should have broken the camel's back. Every week. And, like, the Biden administration, just, nothing's happened. Like, nothing's happened at all. Uh, and, like, yeah, I keep man, hearing, and I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, like, I, it's, it's better for my stress levels. But, like, at the same time, it's like, everyone's like, oh, they just got in there. Give them some time to do something. And it's like... We're really an eighth of the way through the fucking term already. Like, are are we gonna start doing things? Shit. To be fair, he did like in that first couple of weeks, he he did like a massive amount of like um, executive orders, but they were all basically just to overturn Trump's executive orders. We've gotten to this place in American politics where it's just like one president comes and then just undoes everything from the other president because they're relying too much on the executive order, and that's. The problem with that constitutional power is, yeah, you could do it while you're in office, but when you're gone, the other guy's just going to say, fuck you. It's um, literally just a game of tag. It's political tag. You're it. Yeah. You're it. You're it. Yeah, it's kind of steadily been getting worse. Um, I don't know. I don't even really remember much what happened under the, 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 the Bill Clinton administration, um, other than like the fact that he got like a blowjob in the <laughs> Oval Office, and everybody had a problem with that. Um I don't know what his executive orders were. Like, I don't, I don't know the proportion of them. But I know that it went up under Bush, it went up under Obama, it went up under Trump, and it's kind of poised to go up under Biden. And eh, I guess that's just the new normal. Well, well welcome to our fun uh, podcast about uh, nerd media and entertainment culture. Uh, I get is that shit still happening? I, everything feels so remarkably quaint now. Uh, well, here's the thing, um, and I was going to bring this up. Uh, uh, when we uh, a few minutes ago but like for as long as we have not been doing these there hasn't been a whole lot of fucking entertainment news like nothing ha nothing's happened for like a year now like what's the last movie that even came out that's a trick question you don't know because they haven't released a movie since uh the year of our lord 2017 <laughs> um i can t i can tell you i can tell you the last movie that i saw and then the last movie I remember being in theaters. Uh, the last movie I saw in theaters was The Invisible Man, which I'm going to go out on one. <laughs> you mean you didn't see it? Uh, it, was, it was a good one. It was a good one. It was quite good. Uh, and then I remember the last movie to be released in theaters, it was it was the, that Vin Diesel movie, Bloodshot. And 
Pixar's uh, Brotherhood of the Traveling Pants movie. Uh, like, That's a real thing? Yeah, whatever Whatever the one. It was the one with like, Tom Holland and Chris Pratt where they were walking around with the pants. I didn't see it. Uh, oh, okay. So you you were making a joke. I thought they made, <laughs> I thought they made a sequel to the Sister of the Traveling Pants, um, and it was a Pixar movie. Yeah, they're hitting a different demographic. Um, yeah, I remember like that movie came out and it was like the lowest Pixar. It was the lowest grossing Pixar movie ever. Uh, and that's when they're like, all right, you know what? We're just we're done. We're we're done until <laughs> until the world starts again. Uh, shit. I, I I think Black Widow just came out, but for the life of me, I would have sworn. Uh, on on everything that that I hold dear, that that movie came out like two years ago at this point already, um, and everyone yeah, everything about that decided to forget. Yeah, everything about that movie feels like a fever dream because like people will bring it up and I'll be like, oh yeah, wasn't that coming out? But then like I'll have memories of having like seen footage from years ago. <laughs> like I feel yeah. like I saw, <laughs> I feel like I saw David Harbor as um, whatever character he plays in the film. Uh, years ago in that costume but maybe i'm like just like i might maybe my brain is just like yeah i I might just be remembering pictures from hellboy or something but like no no because hellboy is a big demon talking about this movie being in the work for years and years and years and years and they're like don't worry it's gonna happen it's gonna happen it's gonna happen and then she fucking dies and they're like okay now the movie's coming and it's like she's dead well now we'll give her a movie I yeah it feels so like like just like some sort of like it was a contractual obligation they're like oh fuck we didn't mean to kill her just now ah, okay I guess we still gotta give her the movie anyway yeah and they were but, they, were um, they were basically like oh shit we gotta do this for Hawkeye too Jeremy Renner wants to do something are they gonna do that I feel like Hawkeye would probably I feel like Black Widow would live better on Disney Plus I feel like like all of them at this point. Um, I, uh, have not watched either Loki or, um, the, the Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. I saw, I, I saw, uh, the, the one with the red lady in the, in the robot. What was that called? WandaVision. I liked it. I don't have a problem with it. It, it lulled a little bit in the beginning. Like, it, it took a while to kind of find its footing, but then it did. And the only problem that I had with it was, like, the end. Um, and not, like, the way it ended. Just, like, it just ended as a big, dumb fight between well, robots Well, I mean, that's, that's the only way. How Listen, how else are you going to end uh, a superhero show? Like, it has to be... A, like, even even Deadpool 2 made the joke and then did it anyways, where they're like, all right, mm-hmm. here comes a giant CGI fight. And then yeah. it's just like, okay. But you're still doing it. As long as it's being self-aware, I guess, like, Deadpool gets away with it. Although, you know, kind of think of it, I saw Deadpool 2. I don't remember anything from Deadpool 2. <laughs> um, I, I, like, I remember, like, the um, the fat New Zealand kid um, being in the movie, but I don't remember what he did in the movie, and I don't remember what anybody else did in the movie either. <laughs> but I do remember I like having too. liked it. Yeah, no, yeah, I, 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 I... I think I liked it. <laughs> Just, I don't... I'm very old now, uh, Michael. I am... I like I qualify mid-80s. for AARP. Yeah. Did you just say AIDS? No, mid eighties. Mid eighties. Oh, okay. I thought you said you have AIDS or something. I was like, that has nothing to do with age. What the fuck? No, that was did. a weird you joke. Just forgot. That was it. Ah, you know those old people and their AIDS. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Oh god. You you went back down to uh to Florida amidst the pandemic. How how was that? Shit should be crazy. They sure did. Um, you know it was. 
fine. Like, I was down there um, because there was nothing going on in New York, and I figured, well, why not spend it with family if I'm going to be, like, just, you know, hunkered down. And I'm glad that I went down there because, like, as soon as I left, that's when, like, all the rioting started happening. And apparently that was, like, a pretty bad. I don't know if it was all that bad in our neighborhood, but, like, throughout New York it got real bad. Um, oh, I have a uh, – my cousin lives in uh, uh, Washington, right? Uh, Seattle. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and when that started happening, like, they, they had to start putting, like, towels up against their windows and doors because they were getting, like, tear gas in their living room just from what was happening outside. Yeah, I imagine, because, like um... – I mean, people could probably hear, because I'm on a condenser mic right now, like, the subway going outside, so you could hear how close I am to the street. I would imagine if they were, like, just, you know, blasting tear gas on the, uh, like, down Broadway, um, yeah, that would, that would get, it's, it would work its way up here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'd be bad. But no, I, I spent it, uh, just kind of, like, going back and forth between my dad's and my mom's houses. Um, I was down there for a long fucking time. Like, I, I meant to just go for, like, a couple of weeks, but then it was just like, well, there are no auditions going on up here. There's there's, there's nothing. Um, so I was just like, well, I'll stay for a little while longer. <clears throat> then my mom ended up breaking her leg. Okay. Um, so she, uh, like, I stayed a little bit longer um, just to, you know, see that she was back on her feet so I stayed like another extra month or so um was she what, did she fucking was she skydiving like what happened like <laughs> she slipped and fell in the bathroom um, oh, okay she just stuck with skydiving I feel like yeah it was like bucket list thing for her like she had to recreate a scene from Point Break so she chose a skydiving one uh and she was Swayze and she just no she uh <laughs> she I say she broke her leg. Really, she broke her knee. It was pretty bad. I, I guess it was just the way that she fell. She tried to, like, catch herself and then put all... Speaking of Deadpool, it would be like if you were trying to actually do the superhero landing in real life <laughs> um, and you just go straight down onto the knee. And she thought that she just dislocated it. I was um, in the living room and then I heard her kind of making noise. Like, I couldn't tell what it was. I thought it was, like... I thought it was the dog, like, panting or something. Um, but she had, like, dragged herself to, like, the, the bedroom part. Like, her her bedroom, um, like, the, the bathroom and bedroom are connected. And the master bathroom. Um, and so she, like, got close to the door. And I was like, are you okay? She's, she's like, yeah, I think I uh, popped my knee out. Uh, can you get uh, Terry Sue, who's my aunt, <laughs> fucking, to see if she could, like, help? Fucking remarkably chill. Like, yeah, are you okay? Yeah. yeah. Well... I think it fucked up my knee. Well, that's what was real crazy about it is for as bad as it was, like she, like she, she was, she was in severe pain. Like when we had to move her, Mm -hmm. but, um, when she was just on the ground, she's like, yeah, I thought it was dislocated because it didn't even really hurt. Um, (laughs) but then, so we tried to like get her, uh, up and like that, that didn't work. She ended up, like, because she completely, like, shattered the kneecap and then um, severed, like, a tendon in her Oh, knee. my God. So, yeah. Um, or ruptured it, rather. So, like, you, you, couldn't, you couldn't just, like, Batman knee brace that. Like, that had, that's, like... <laughs> that's what we were thinking, and then it turned out, no. So no. we tried to, like, get her up and <laughs> into the chair. Did she not go, like, give me... I saw you guys had it back in, like, 2013. Like, give me the Batman knee brace. Why are you holding out in the Batman <laughs> knee brace? Does my insurance the not cover that? To do it. Yeah. 
apparently not. Not in Florida, it don't. Um, but yeah, so she was like, she was okay when she was on the ground. We tried to get her into the chair, and then she started freaking out because, like, we wanted to get her into like a rolling chair. Because at that point, we decided, well, yeah, we got to call, even if it is just like popped out and she'll be fine. We need to call, you know, a paramedic to look at it because, like, what are we gonna do? Just like, uh, just try to like pop it back into place. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna work like that. Um, <laughs> but then like, when lethal weapon, just like slam your leg against something, you're fine. Yeah, uh, but then, like, the paramedic got there, and he was just like, ma'am, um, I do not like the look of that knee. And, and looking at it, you could see that it was, like, broken down the fucking middle. Like, oh, you, like, Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. And so she ended up having to, like, have surgery and stuff, and then Well, this um, was after amidst that, the pandemic, too, so how did, how did that go? Uh, not well. <laughs> um, it, everything, like... I so many people I knew ended up in the hospital for other reasons during the pandemic. Um, and it just, it, it didn't, it, it, it was bad because like, you can't go visit them. Like mm-hmm. um, you had to like call out and it was just like, it, it was a whole, whole ordeal. So like in the, the entire time that she was there, we couldn't like go visit her. We could only go pick her up. Um, my dad also spent the night in the hospital cause he had like a, he, he was getting like shortness of breath and he was starting to freak out about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he went in there. They had to keep him overnight just to monitor him. He ended up being fine. They just adjusted his medication. And he's okay. But like, <coughs> wow, they actually, they actually the like, time, held him overnight said, for that too. Yeah. Yeah. They said like, they, they said like, if he really wanted to, he could leave. They can't keep him, but it's probably best to, you know, at least make sure everything's all right. Um, so they kept him, and yeah, it was it was another one of those situations where it's just like, it ma- it makes it extraordinarily difficult to communicate. Like, he had gone from work, so he didn't have his phone charger, and then getting him his phone charger ended up being like a huge ordeal, um, because like, you know, they were so swamped with with COVID and everything. So like, we brought it to the front desk, but then like, you know, they changed shifts or whatever, um, and so yeah, he was uh, frustrated uh, throughout that process. Um, but yeah, then I had, uh, I, uh, eh, I should, probably shouldn't talk about the third one. Um, cause that was a person that passed away, but, uh, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, that's okay. It's just, I don't, um, it's, it's, it's not my story to tell, you know, like, uh, but yeah. So yeah, being in the hospital uh, around COVID time is never, never fun. I don't, don't recommend it. Um, if you could avoid it, don't do it. But now yeah, we live in a post-COVID society, I guess. Well, I mean, sort like, of. basic kind of rule of thumb in America is just avoid the hospital. Because, uh, you know, financial bankruptcy. Uh, we actually, we ended up having to go to the hospital once. Um, my boyfriend and I both caught COVID. Uh, shit was not fun. Um, oh, you had it? Yeah, no. we, we Both we of both you had it? it. Um, Dang, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, it was, it was not fun. Uh, we both had different symptoms, but he ended up getting it worse than me. Uh, mm-hmm. so it was, it was on night three of him having a, a, a temperature of 105, we were like, we, we need to go to the hospital. Uh, yeah. so we went Absolutely. to the hospital, uh, we, we both went in, uh, they told me to leave because I was still well enough to stand. Um, yeah. and they didn't want me like infecting anyone else there. Uh, so I left yeah, and sure. they took my boyfriend and they gave him a chest x-ray and they said, we mm-hmm. don't see any lung damage. Uh, we can't really give you anything. 
so just try to lower your temperature. Uh, and they just they let him leave. Uh, so we just brought him home and just, uh, I mean, he, he, we, we were in and out in like two hours. Uh, and they're just like, your lungs are fine. Get out. Uh, yeah, that seems to be how they like, because he's a younger person. So they're, yeah. they're going to want to prioritize like the elderly and uh, people like that. Yeah, so. So, yeah, no, that's that's fine. Um, how long taste... did you guys have it? Like, how long did it take for him to get better? Oh, it was, it was a few weeks. Um, my my smell, my sense of smell is all fucked up now, too. Uh, like, it, it comes and goes. For the longest time, too, I could only taste peanut butter. Uh, which you could was... only taste peanut butter? Like, even with things that weren't peanut butter? Yeah, so I, uh, it was, it was the only thing that had, like, flavor, uh, that wasn't just texture so like it was it was fucking it was real weird too because it was all the food that like you know like we're 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 big dumb animals so like sometimes you're like i'm feeling sad i want to eat food so you'll get like a pizza and you're like i don't care what depression hits like this pizza tastes good uh but when the pizza don't taste good like things just kind of suck so i was (laughs) i was just i was just fucking Double fisting uh, Reese's peanut butter cups because it was the only thing that that still had any joy in it. <laughs> so yeah, okay. Was, so was, was, at least there's something. Yeah, I was I was eating Reese's peanut butter cups and then um, peanut butter jelly sandwiches, but between Eggos, uh, for like two solid weeks. It's all that I ate. Because uh, it was like, I, <laughs> like you get fucking tired of it, but then like you 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 eat like anything else. And you're like, the joy is just gone. The joy is lost. The food doesn't have any taste. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah, but um, it, it has it come back at all? Yeah, slowly. Um, I, I can't, well, it was, it was real weird, too, because I have a dog. And then it'll occasionally be like, their sense of smell will come back at the most inopportune times. Where it's like, oh my god, dude, what the fuck did I feed you? <laughs> oh, hey, I can smell that. That's great. Please, dear, dear God, news, take my sense of smell away. Parts. Yeah, <laughs> right. It came back just in time for me to smell your stupid rancid dog shit. Gross. Um, yeah, well, it's good that it's coming back. I, like, because apparently, I, to some people, it's just gone forever. Oh yeah, no. Um, some fuck, people just I, completely I, I, lost I their sense home because I could have probably like taken my mother's cooking if I didn't have a sense of taste. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, man. I could, I could have feigned that one so hard. Oh yeah, mom, this tastes great. <laughs> little did she know you know so it was funny um my mother i do love her she's great um she she's worked her whole life though so she never had the opportunity to uh to learn how to like cook or anything from my from my grandmother and uh mm-hmm. my grandfather when he was when he was here would would complain uh that my mother can't cook and my mom like bless her soul like she'd make dinner and then like we'd set a portion aside for uh my grandfather her father uh we'd take it over to him and and He'd, he'd eat it, he'd, you know, prepared meals, because he didn't cook for himself, so he kind of just relied on the people in the neighborhood bringing him food. So my mom would bring him food, like, every day. And he'd be like, could you make something that tastes good next time? <laughs> and so, I picture and so, him like he's, like, Master Roshi from Dragon Ball. Um, oh, no, he's, he's more he's like, like, uh, cranky. he's more like, like, you ever, you ever picture, like, old curmudgeon Japanese man that still keeps a sword in his closet? That was what my grandfather looked like. Um, yeah, I mean, I've seen him, but in my, in, in my, um, head, 
he's he's an anime character. Just he's, um, I mean to be fair, we're all just kind of anime characters. Um, but <laughs> but so but so um, my mom she retired. Uh, she started you know like seeing uh, my sister's children, her grandchildren. Uh, more she started taking up cooking. Uh, and so now she actually does cook regularly. Uh, my grandfather no longer live with us, so she she called me and she told me one day like, oh, you know, she's learning to cook and it's being good. He's like, yeah, it's like I'm quite proud of myself, uh, man. And she like held her fist up to the sky and she was like, see, Dad, fuck you, I can cook now. All I had to take <laughs> was for you to die. <laughs> well, that's very sad to hear. Um, but I'm glad she's learning to cook. Uh, that's that's always good, um, and you like uh, you could always like, like 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 summon him like a Shinto spirit. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yep. I've seen I've seen I I've seen that Netflix show with the lady who cleans stuff and she taps items to wake them up. You know what I'm talking about? I have no What's her fucking name? clue what you're talking about. Uh, Marie Kondo, I think her name is, um, but not like condominium. I think it's like K O N D O. Uh, but she's she's like a, a I guess she's a famous housekeeper because okay. people could get famous that way um, because listen, we live in the age of the internet. Listen, um, you, you, listen. You look at people in Japan, um, and it's 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 fascinating because even just scrolling through Instagram, uh, you'll see people that like make one very specific, unique thing that no one else in the world does, and they'll do it mm-hmm. so masterfully that they become the most perfect person. Uh, yeah, it's at, the Jiro Dreams like, of Sushi type story. Like, yeah, well, I mean, well, yes, but like something more obscure, like designing little di- uh, dioramas in false wall sockets or something like that. Like that was one I saw on Instagram at one point. And I'm like, that's really cool. Who does this? Mm-hmm. See, I wish I had like that sort of work ethic. I wish I had a craft that I could perfect and like uh, use it to make some sort of living. Um, eventually, I'm gonna have to figure that out in my life, but. Uh... <laughs> 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 there's, there's, there's something that makes us marketable, right? I'm sure there's a reason. <laughs> yeah. What's, I, what's your greatest skill? Oh fuck. Um. Shit. Uh, sometimes I, I, I talk on the internet. Like, do you do it often? I know I do it like once every two and a half years now. Um, <laughs> I like to think like, that I'm good at it. I can recite <laughs> most of the Pokemon and their evolutions. Oh, that's not even true anymore. Like. There's 898 Pokemon right now. It is a nightmare. I uh, did you get Pokemon I, uh, Snap? I did. I got uh, both Snap and um, I was gonna say Sword and Shield, but I guess I just got Shield. I bought Shield because all of my friends had Sword, but then I never ended up playing with any of them. Um, so I just have the lame one. Uh, <laughs> but that's okay. I like Zamazenta better than Zashin anyway, because his his. Uh, his face is a shield, and his attack is he smashes his shield face into um, bad guys. Blunt force brain damage. Here's the thing about Zashin, though. Like, I don't think it... Like, I wish that instead of him, like, holding the sword in his mouth... You know what I'm talking about, right? Like, the... Yeah, the, the blue... The thing. mascot from... Yeah. I just wish that it was, like... Maybe, like, the sword, like, floated around him like he was <laughs> controlling it telekinetically but uh no he just holds it in his mouth really awkwardly no it's like uh, a like a i mean he's like a stick they, they made it it predated that uh that instagram meme with the dog with the stick 
You hear that mm-hmm. song? Dog with a stick on the ground? You hear that one? I have not, no. No, oh, damn. Every, every time every time my little dumb fluffy dog picks up a stick, sing it to him. <laughs> Your dog that you take to Target, and they allow that. Mm-hmm. So for people listening, Michael doesn't have, like, a lap dog. He has, like, a full-grown dire wolf um, <laughs> that he takes to the grocery store. It's, uh, is that, it's like your autism animal. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, that's probably not the PC, the PC way to put that. Um, your emotional support animal. Your autism <laughs> animal. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know <the> one? <laughs> but they can't, technically, legally, they can't tell you you can't have an emotional support animal with you. Um, when I worked I'm at honest, Foods, Unless you're, like, Spirit Airlines or something like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm sure that there's, like, a way around it. But, like, um, Whole Foods had a policy where, like, they were, like, if somebody walks in with an animal, as long as the animal's not, like, actively, like, destroying the store, just deal with it. Because it was, like, you could try to push it and be, like, hey, ma'am, you can't have that, um, you know, uh, Bengal tiger in this goddamn (laughs) Whole Foods. And then she could be, like, but it's my emotional support animal. It's in South Florida, so, like, you know. Oh, okay. So we never had anything people. big like that, but we had some weird ones. Like, people would come in with monkeys, like capuchin monkeys. But apparently that's a, that's not, like, an emotional support animal. That's, like, a um, a different kind of I – don't, I don't know what the name would be, but it's a different kind of service animal. But, like, for people that are, like, paralyzed, I don't think – I don't think I ever saw somebody that was paralyzed come in with their monkey. I just think that they just had a monkey. Um it was just this old dude that would come in with a monkey on his shoulder, and everybody was like, oh, that's cool. Uh, neat. You do you, homie. Um, monkey guy. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, no, that, that's a relatively common thing um, for people that have mobility issues. You could train a monkey to, like, make coffee for you. Um, and, frankly, I am jealous of that. Like, I wish that I could legally just own a monkey to do chores. Um, <laughs> not that I like need one. Like I, I'm perfectly capable of doing things myself. But it would just be so much better to have like a little, a little uh, like those. What little, you're um, describing um, is a slave. Um, yeah, I hope you know that, right? Whoa. Okay. You took it like. <laughs> you took it real dark. Okay. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Like, I, mean, I just I want to, to own that this out. thing that'll do the chores that I don't want to do. I'm perfectly capable of doing it myself, but I just don't want to do it. Sure, but, like... I mean, like... <laughs> yeah, but it's like a... It's no, like go a, ahead, continue. <laughs> are you going to treat like, this one like, right? Well, You're like going to give it a good life? Monkeys. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like... I'm going to provide for it. Yeah, I knew a girl in um, high school who uh her mom had spider monkeys florida is a lot more laxed with uh its animal rules than new york is like by a lot um like you can't have shit in new york like you, you like you can't have a you, you can't have a sugar glider you can't have like a um a hedgehog uh is a sugar glider you, you make that up you just make that shit up no you don't know what a sugar glider is look it up Look it up right fucking now because if you've never seen a sugar glider before, you're gonna you're gonna love that shit. Sugar glider? That sounds like a bar in mid Manhattan. Probably, um, but it's it's a flying squirrel, like a. Oh, it's a, a Pokemon. It's a specific type of flying squirrel that it's like a marsupial, I think. 
Um, you're not allowed to have chinchillas, which look kind of like Pikachu. It's a vaguely Pikachu shape. Um, but you can't have any of that. You could have all of it in Florida, and they don't even really ask questions. Um, but uh, I don't remember why her mom had, like, a bunch of spider monkeys. But they looked really cool. But, like, the problem is they smelled really bad. This, like, this sounds like the premise to, like, a fucking heist movie, where it's like, we've trained these monkeys to hack through the vault. Don't worry. Yeah. Team A is going to cause a distraction. <laughs> Team B is going to neutralize the guards. I'm fucking watching yeah. that movie. No, but it, it can't be, like, a Pixar movie, though. It has to be, like, a hard R. Like, these monkeys go and, like, fuck people up. Yeah. I'm just thinking about, like, how I could have edited it to say, like, it would make it sound like you were saying, these monkeys fuck people. And then just ended it, like, awkwardly. And, like, I like, could just have a like, blank air for, like, a minute and be like, whoa, Michael, <laughs> you need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Entertainment. How is how's everything? I've been watching the Loki show. Um, hey, man. Um, I started to watch Loki uh, for a little bit. Um I only got, like, 15 minutes through the episode. It's not that, like, I dropped it because I thought it was bad or anything like that. I just started doing something else and then never got around to picking it back up. Um, I did like the tone of it. Like, in the, in the brief uh, little bit that I saw, it had, like... Um, it To me, it seemed like a, a, like a more refined version of, like, the Guardians of the Galaxy-type humor. Um... It, uh, when he's, like, you know, going in through that, what do you call it? The space DMV. The TVA. Sure. Um, it had that kind of tone, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's not, it's, it's not comedic like Marvel movies are normally comedic, where it's just, like, situationally funny. It's, like, it's outwardly trying to be funny. It has a tone, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting, kind of like looking at the Marvel projects in general, because there mm-hmm. there always seems to be this kind of like very few, uh, very few and far between. Do they actually kind of choose a tone and then stick with it? Because uh, they yeah. all kind of have this this uh, this big feeling of, uh, well, you know, you're supposed to take the story seriously if you want to be invested in it, but the characters on screen aren't taking the story seriously. And it's almost like this kind of like wink, wink, nudge, nudge, like, don't worry, it's just a comic book movie. You don't have to worry about getting too invested in it. Um, yeah. So every every once in a while, they'll, they'll make something like The Winter Soldier, where things do seem dire, and the characters treat the situation with some semblance of severity. Uh, or they'll go the opposite route and do something like Thor Ragnarok, where it's, it's very outwardly a comedy, uh, and it mm-hmm. fully embraces that. Um, yeah. And it, it, it's, it works one way or the other. I, I don't really like the whole idea of, like, having your cake and trying to fuck it, too. Uh, so that's why, like, the prospect of Black Widow kind of doesn't encourage me. Because uh, it, it seems like we're taking steps back into, like, like mid-2010s. Like, like I don't want to see another Thor of the Dark World. Like, I don't. I really don't. Um, Is that the tone that Black Widow seems to be going for? I mean, it just looks like stock standard Marvel movie. Like, oh, uh, action, quick, quick. Yeah, I jump, really jump. haven't seen, I really haven't seen anything for it at all. Like, I've seen David Harbour in costume, and that's about it. I don't think I've even seen a trailer, so I have no idea what, what tone that movie would be going for. I mean, for. It's, it's like, it's like, well, like I guess, like, like, David Harbour's kind of a, 
Well, I mean, he's fun. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to classify him. I was going to say, like, he's a comedic actor, but then I was like, no, not really. Like, he's I, done I, funny stuff before, but, like... I still like um, him... I think it was an interview post Hellboy where he was like, "Yeah, you know, it's a kind of it's a kind of movie like you watch on an airplane." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, like, I was like, "That was the perfect way to put it." Uh, I mean, yeah, like, and yeah, it totally is. Speaking of movies that I saw on an airplane, um, that's how I saw uh, the Harley Quinn movie that is not called Birds of Prey anymore because they changed it midway throughout its theatrical run. Yeah, um, wasn't it? Well, I mean, initially it was Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. That's right. And then they changed that. Mm-hmm. And then they Harley changed Quinn it again? Birds of Prey or something like that. I don't know. Because um, then, then it became Birds of Prey, and then it became Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, right? Yeah, yeah, they wanted to put Harley Quinn on top. I did, like, that was... Uh, the, I mean, to be fair, wouldn't you, Margot Robbie? <laughs> I get it. <laughs> You're talking about sex. Um, uh, what was I saying about Harley Quinn? Fucking, you just got distracted with Margot Robbie. (laughs) I did. I totally did. There's gonna be another (laughs) uh, Suicide Squad movie coming out. Yeah, um, this one directed by none other than uh, Mr. James Gunn, um, which I think is a perfect fit. Uh, That's, like, who should have made that movie to begin with. Um, Granted, he he was busy. When the first one came out, um, and then 4chan got him fired from Disney, and then he had the last laugh because they just hired him back. So now he yeah. had to make both. He, he, he literally, they literally earned him another job because uh, mm-hmm. Warner Brothers was like, oh, shit, you free? DT film? DTF down to, down to film? Uh, and he was like, sure, why not? And then Marvel was like, was yeah, like dude, it was we such think a fucking everyone else is going like... to drop out of Guardians of the Galaxy if, uh, if you don't come back, so please come back. Yeah, it's it's absolutely yeah. Like the the cast, I guess, threatened to revolt. That's great. Um, I like when when they do that. Um, because in fairness, like I say, Fortune. It wasn't actually Fortune. It was like Rob Cernovich or whatever his name was. Um, and it's like he was pretty clearly arguing in bad faith. Like he mm-hmm. was. I I understand the point that he was trying to make, where he's like, "Well, the left does this all the time, where like you 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 add these, you you just like make these outlandish accusations and." Um, get people canceled and you don't really look. And it's like, yeah, I, I understand the point that you're trying to make, but you can't, like, fight fire with fire in that particular way when you're talking about people's jobs, especially when you're literally even, like, admitting to arguing in bad faith. Like, yeah, um, the shit that, like, James Gunn said and tweeted, like, he made uh, some pretty bad jokes, but he worked for fucking Troma at the time. Yeah, like, it's, it's, have it's you ever of... seen a Troma movie? Yeah, well, it's, fuck, has anyone seen Slither? Super? Like, anything this man yeah. has done? Like, I mean, it's, it, it's like... It was surprising when, of... like, he started working on a Marvel movie in the first place, because it was like, oh, wow, he, James Gunn yeah. went from Troma to Disney. Shocking. Like, he, how many people have made that transition? Yeah, like, it, it, because of James Gunn, like, we now have Lloyd Kaufman in a fucking Disney movie, which is <laughs> bonkers. Um, uh, which is great, but, like... Yeah, it's like you can't. I mean, when it, first of all, it was a joke. Now I understand, like, if you're making uh, 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 inappropriate jokes in like the current year, 
um, where everybody's like super sensitive about everything, then yet th- that's like a minefield that you have to navigate. But what I don't agree with is this idea that we have to retroactively cancel people who are making jokes in a different fucking time. Like, and it wasn't that far back because granted it was like on Twitter. So like you're talking about like what, 2007, maybe max, but like, um, still it's just, it's, 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 that was such a ridiculous argument. And I'm happy that like Disney came around. Um, yeah, no, meanwhile you, you have people like, um, like Gina Carano, uh, just being anti everything, uh, Mm -hmm. making fun of the, uh, the trans community uh spouting anti-mask anti-vax just anti-science nonsense uh comparing the the blight of being a conservative to being uh anyone jewish in the holocaust and uh man you know how they had her own tv show lined up like how do you Mm -hmm. like listen girl you have your own television show coming uh yeah all you have to do shut the fuck up all you gotta do and that's and that's the thing. It's like and when I say like, okay, it, it is a little bit different. And like, if you're if you're saying these things right now, um, and I'm not saying that because like honestly, like the shit with Gina Carano, it's like, um, yeah, uh, the anti-mask stuff and anti-vax stuff, like that's shitty. But like, I, I I get what you're trying to say, but you have to like, I mean, come on, dude, you have to have common sense. Like, once you are the face of a Disney project like that, if you're continuing to say these, like, provocative things, then you must expect, like, Disney's going to do what they gotta do to maintain their image. Like, like at the end of the day, like, I, I don't I don't really have sympathy for, for Disney, just because, like, you, you look at the way they handled some of these things. Like, if you look at, like, sure. back when uh, Kelly Marie Tran was getting just all this flack, right, uh, for mm-hmm. completely unjust reasons. Like, people didn't like her because she was a woman and Asian in Star Wars. Um, yeah. And Disney could have stepped in and tried to protect its actor, but then they just didn't. They just kind of let this whole situation, like, God forbid, we uh, we we say something and alienate the angry man babies uh, from <laughs> seeing our Star Wars movie. Um, um, and then, and then yeah, you have, I mean... And then you have, uh, like, John Boyega, like, actually going out and being like, having an active voice uh back when all of this was occurring with like police brutality and, and things like that like across sure. the nation and like it's sweeping the world uh and then him kind of like talking about like uh he's, he's not gonna be hired again uh, finn's not coming back in a star wars project or any sort Wait, of did they say project that? again uh but like even him like calling disney out being like you know you can't just take a person of color to advertise for your film and then just do nothing with them and then just drop them entirely. Yeah. It's a, well, it's a tricky situation to, to be in because like they, I think that like the way that they've handled like the star Wars kind of stuff, um, at first it did seem like they were kind of like being proactive. Um, and like, uh, and this might, because I can't speak on behalf of, like, Disney's, um, like, corporate structure. Obviously, I have no idea what goes on behind closed doors. But it did seem like in the early days, and this is prior to um, Last Jedi mm-hmm. and, like, all of the controversy that surrounded that. It did seem like in the early days they were kind of, like, actively not antagonizing the fan base, but they were being more... Um, 
assertive and like defending the product. They weren't defending like actors necessarily, but like they didn't really have to because like people weren't going after the actors at that point. People, I mean, you're always going to have a certain segment of the population that like you put a, a, a lady in the movie and they're going to be like, no, that's not what Star Wars is. But it's like, yeah. who cares about those people? They're always going to be there to just fucking deal with it. Well, um, and it's, it's weird too, like looking at like what kind of happened in the Star Wars community and it's just like, so many of them just outed themselves as just like racist fascists and you look at them and you're like i don't i don't get it like did you not get star wars like i don't understand <laughs> yeah um so like it it did seem like they were defending the product of it and then after a certain point and then it all just comes down to money like it once like the movies started you know once they started seeing those like diminishing returns then they got like way too reactive um and that's where, like, you look at, you know, the uh, um, Rise of Skywalker, and, like, that is so clearly a movie that is trying to address, like, the problems that people had with the last movie. Like, the we talked about it at length, but, like, the entire first half of that movie is just kind of them undoing The Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, and so I think in that regard, they were taking too much of, like, a reactive approach. You do have to kind of, like... If you're going to make, like, a bold statement in, in a movie, you kind of have to, like, stick with it, right? Like, you can't just change your mind halfway through um, and, I mean, and expect it, you have God, a coherent film. Not, not, to, not to defend The Rise of Skywalker, God forbid. Uh, but, I mean, like, I, I, that seems to be kind of the endemic problem with the franchise in general. Like, not even The Last Jedi. Like, The Last Jedi started to branch out and make these claims, uh, and then at the very last minute in the third act kind of retracted all of it um mm-hmm. so i mean I, I don't know it's 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 weird it's a uh, it's interesting kind of looking at people speculate now uh because there's a lot of talk going on about how the sequel trilogies are just going to be wiped out of existence oh man i actually have something for us to talk about uh fucking fancy that um did you did you hear what what actually was being discussed with uh with quote unquote what's what's considered star wars canon now um I've heard, like, a couple of things online, but I assumed that most of it was just bullshit. Um, I've heard, like, people talking about potentially the the sequels not being canon um, and then moving forward and just sort of wiping the slate clean. Uh, Again, yeah. No, well, so, yeah, no, there's there's this theory that there is a... An, and none of this is confirmed, but I'll, I'll get on to something else that Lucasfilm has stated later but there there is this whole theory that uh what happens in the end of rebels uh the the animated series uh mm-hmm. affects the timeline going forward uh and the idea is oh, that oh um, okay so they they wouldn't necessarily be pretending they didn't happen but they might have like a narrative way to yeah cuz the the whole idea is in uh, in star wars rebels there's a moment uh in the episode twilight of the apprentice uh, where Ahsoka Tano confronts Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader, mm-hmm. and appears to die. Um, and then in the final season of Rebels, uh, Ezra Bridger, the main protagonist, enters a space called the the World Between Worlds. I think. I think it's been a while since I've seen it, but he enters this place uh, where time is this kind of weird branching structure, uh, and he reaches back in time, and he saves Ahsoka from that moment. Uh, okay. And so there's this whole idea where the sequels exist in the world where Ahsoka Tano died. 
uh, and the Mandalorian exists in the world where she was saved. Uh, so the path kind of diverges at this one intersection for this character because if Ahsoka died, then she never met you know the Mando. Like Grogu was never taken by Luke Skywalker. Like all of right. this like cascades into like bigger and bigger ripples. But but what I was gonna say is um I don't I don't know how 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 much you've been following Star Wars uh recently. Um, I have but right not, now we're, not even the, a little. The, the animated series The Bad Batch is on. Okay. I don't know what that uh, is. Yeah, so it's it's all right. Uh it's it's got some good moments. It's got a lot. Oh, is it, it's a, I I'm going to take a stab in the dark about what it is. <clears throat> is it about uh clone war troopers that are uh the bad ones? Yes, that's that's exactly what it is. I'm um, so fucking smart, you guys. Oh yeah, you did it. You you nailed it. You nailed the Star Wars. We won. We won the Star Wars, buddy. We did it. Um, yeah. No, it's it's it, the the premise of the show is uh, it's actually it's it's actually really interesting. Um, I wish it was a better show than it was. Um, where uh, there's a squad of clones who were intentionally distorted with their DNA. So like one's got great vision. So he's a sniper. One's abnormally strong. One's like super smart. Uh. So they're they're defects. Like the planeteers. Yeah, um, they're it's all a gimmick. Like the That's all they are. They're all a gimmick individually. Okay. Um, but when uh, Order sixty six goes down because they're defective, like the the chip in their brain doesn't activate, so they don't follow Order sixty six. Um, so they, what is it? What is it called? They leave the Empire essentially, and they they just become bounty hunters. Uh, so they're they're living a life on the run, separate from the Empire. So you're getting this kind of look into the Republic turning into the Empire in the literal days following the end of the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this would be a lot more interesting if any of these characters evolved beyond a gravelly voice, because that's that's really all they are. Um, I mean, we'll see. I think we're about halfway through the show right now. Um, I want it to be a lot better than it is. It's fine. Um, but there are a lot of questions that are being raised. Uh, because in the first episode, they detail an event uh, that was already shown in comics a few years ago. Um, and the events that occur are dramatically different. Um, and this has happened before, too, with the Ahsoka Tano book being different from uh, Clone Wars Series 7. Or, uh, you know, Poe Dameron's backstory being explained in the Marvel comic series being different from what they tell us in the rise of skywalker just inconsistencies uh a swash of inconsistencies so uh pablo hildago who i believe is in charge of the lucasfilm story group uh the people in charge of consistency uh throughout the new timeline Mm -hmm. uh he fielded some questions and he explained necessarily that when you look at star wars star wars is a mythology uh, so what we're seeing is different interpretations of events that occurred. What Star Wars is, is a textbook of events. Character mm-hmm. A and B were on planet C at this time. Whatever happened at that time on that planet is open to art- artistic interpretation, uh, and it can be explored in different media, such as like books and comics and television. Um, right. But there is no... I like it. Quote, it's a Gnostic approach to Star Wars. That's fun. Yeah, but but it kind of it kind of sets this whole state where it's like, if all of it is valid, 
doesn't that kind of make none of it valid? Um, which, you know, is, is a point to be had, but then it, it also begs the question where it's like, if well, if, if this was the point, uh, why did you make a strong delineation between, oh no, this is canon, and now this is Legends, like in the first See, place? Yeah. Uh, like if it's That's... all if it's all equally valid Star Wars, then then why does this matter and this not? And this is what I was about to say. It's like um, to 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 even like elaborate on the the Gnostic Star Wars idea. Um, you have do you, are you like familiar with the concept of Gnosticism? What that is? Like being agnostic in general, like religious wise. Uh, it is a religious thing, but it's not, um, it's kind of the opposite. Agnostic means without knowledge, right? Like you're okay, saying, right. I don't know if there is or if there isn't a God. Gnostic, it comes from oh, the that's Greek a, that's word. that's the thing they gnosis. put in their cars in Fast and the Furious that make them that's go home. Right. Yeah, Nas. Okay. Nas tick. Yeah. Um, so it is a, really Gnosticism is a branch of philosophy, but it's also on like the spiritual end of things. It's like a kind of precursor to what would eventually become Christianity. Um, but basically what the Gnostics believed was like these these stories are just kind of inner myths. Um, they don't have to be true in the sense that like, oh, this was a this was a history. You don't have to look at it like a history book. It's like it's it's telling a particular spiritual truth. Um, and so they're like Gnostic branches of basically every major religion. This is something that like Carl Jung talked about extensively. But I think it would be interesting to explore the concept of Star Wars in a Gnostic way if you're saying, like, oh, well, you know, the movies are one thing, but we don't, you know, we don't know. Like, that, it, it kind of, like, it almost, you could say, like, it seems like George Lucas kind of wanted to play with that idea. If you look at, like, the original scripts when he's talking about the wills and, like, the whole the whole notion that, like, the the entire saga was supposed to be, you know, somebody explaining like wasn't it like R two D two like talking to the wills or something in in one draft of the script? Um, well, it's 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 one of those things too where if you look at it from like the the in universe perspective, like can you imagine being a fucking stormtrooper uh, and then just hearing this crazy story? It's like, yo, did you hear the emperor? What about him? He's a fucking wizard. He was a what? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he was killed by his second in command. Okay, who was also a wizard. Okay, who was saved by his son. Okay. Also wizard? Yeah, crazy, right? Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um But that's an idea that I like that I, I if if this guy is like insinuating that that's the way he wants to move forward. I'm I'm all for that. Like um you could even do story like I don't know, everybody got so upset when they they made the legends non-canon or whatever. But it's just like, well, who fucking cares? It's all it's all fake. It's not real. Like, just because Disney wants to say these ones are the ones that we're going to be merchandising, like, mm-hmm. if you like those other books, you could still like the books, dude. Like, it's still there. No one's no one's getting rid of them. It's not like when George Lucas actually actively tried to destroy the original yeah, trilogy. Yeah, with, with the special editions. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if the Dark Horse comics are still in, in print. Uh... I, I don't know if they still have the license to make those, because um, mm-hmm. now Marvel has the brand. Which I don't know if you've been hearing about Marvel. Marvel been fucking up their comics lately. Uh, it's been making a lot of people angry. Um, yeah, it's been going on for a while, huh? The, um, the whole thing with like Lucasfilm, like there was a whole kerfuffle about all the books and the royalties that were uh, not paid uh, when they sold Lucasfilm uh, to authors and things like that. Um, 
So it's 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 a weird kind of situation. I mean, I, I definitely I I there's still stuff and about legends that's that's it that's that's nice and I still appreciate it. And for the people that can still get access to those stories, like it's they'll they'll still be there. And if you like one story over the other, it's your prerogative to enjoy that story more. That's totally fine. Um, they're even uh like recently Disney Plus put the Gendy Tartakovsky two thousand three to two thousand five Clone Wars micro series on on Disney Plus. Uh, and that's great. Like, I'm glad they're actually acknowledging that. Um, fuck, Hasbro did something funny, though, too. Uh, or they had this... So, so Hasbro, they make the Star Wars toys, right? Um, mm-hmm. And they, they they did this whole... They made this whole press junket thing where it's like, oh, um, remembering legends. And there was this, it was this whole big, wonderful thing about how we remember the stories of Star Wars legends. And even though they've been making toys almost exclusively for The Rise of Skywalker and The Mandalorian, they're like, oh, but but we remember these comic books and these characters from uh, from old stories, from, like, Dark Horse's run or from uh, from earlier from that, like, from the actual, like, 70s comic book run, like, obscure characters. And they're going to make them into action figures, and they, they made them. And they fucking mislabeled them. Uh, like they're like, oh, this this character's name is wrong. That's not the character on the artwork. You you forgot. So it's like the whole thing about like remembering legends was kind of hilariously ironic. Um, but like yeah, those those stories still exist. You can still read them if you can find them. You can still watch them. They're they're still there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. It it just it just the comment kind of seems like it's 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 made as a concession. Uh, to <laughs> it's it's like you look at the rise of Skywalker, right? Uh, and it, it totally seems like you you have this idea of Star Wars, and then J.J. Abrams came with Chris Terrio, and they dropped their script for the movie, and they're like, deuces, I'm out. Uh, <laughs> and they're like, wait, 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 come back. <laughs> Some of this doesn't match. And they're like, it's okay. No one's going to care about the comics. What It's in the movie. What's in the movie matters. And to yeah. an extent, they're right. That's what most of the people see. Uh Mm-hmm. But I mean, you hear the. I never read like, none of them Star Wars books or any books in general, for that matter. Oh, yeah, all right. I mean, one of these days you'll learn how to read, and I, I'll applaud you when you hit that day. <laughs> um, until then, just it's been long enough. Yeah, well, well, I've gotten by this I got far. The Battle of Champagne, just waiting for you. Uh, but I mean, like, it's I, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where you hear like, oh, Ryan Johnson, like for as as much as people like want to shit on him for the Last Jedi. Uh, like there's all these stories about like him talking with the the story group like every day because he wanted to get it right like he wanted to do this properly um and then you're like oh yeah jj like he met with the story team like once in early pre-production and they just kind of you know did their thing yeah i don't know i think one thing we could all agree on is that rise of skywalker was great um oh yeah perfect yeah everyone in the theater cheered when they i cried when they gave julia medal yeah I, I tears of joy streamed down my face. Yeah, um, it wasn't it wasn't awkward when Ray kissed Kylo Ren at all. Mm, yeah, um, just flashing back to that scene where he like kind of dies, um, and how the theater laughed. <laughs> like he gets back up and then he falls again. It's like eh. that was. But, uh, that was a movie. Well, um, it was funny too. It's like you, you ever think about like what's you know you know the, the last line Kylo Ren has in the movie. No, I don't. Is, I don't uh, is when he, when he gets to Exegol, uh, in a Tie Fighter somehow, uh, he, he lands on the he, he jumps down he lands on the thing and goes, ow, 
And that's the last line that he has in that movie. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, I hope that like my last line in this life is something like that. Something memorable I hope, like that. I hope my last fucking Ow. line in this life is what could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? And then like it just that's on your tombstone. It's just <laughs> like what could possibly go W R O and then like uh, just a dash. Um, <laughs> this trail song. Yeah. That'll be good. I'm gonna I'm gonna see to it that that happens. Um, but probably <laughs> go I'll probably die like, before you, but I'm gonna have that put into my will. Like Mikey Chan dies, I want his tombstone to say this. And legally, I don't know like where I stand on that. Um, I don't know if, if they can do that. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think your in... will can supersede the will of another person. But um, let me try. Well, I have I have a friend who who fucking loves um, Halloween, right? And he said like for his funeral, and he's like, I'll put in my will if that like frees people up from legal legal obligations. But like, it's got to be completely like we can't spoil the surprise for anyone. But I want to have an open casket funeral. And one of my friends, someone, when they go up to my body, they have to pull out a revolver and fire like six shots just into my chest and just say, he, he just won't die. <laughs> and like get dragged out by like people who are ignorant that I wanted this to happen. <laughs> but I'm like, Buck, I think you just might be arrested. Sure. It's like, if I put it in my will, would that make it okay? <laughs> I think like, yeah, I want to see how far uh, you could push things like that legally. Like, I want to like, be, I want to be cremated and thrown onto Sean. <laughs> yeah, where's where's the limit of what is legally binding in a will? If I, I don't know. There's only one way to find out. One of us has to die. <laughs> one of us has to die. All right, peace. Bye. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, so... I don't know, there, there, there's been some interesting uh, television recently. Uh, I don't believe you. Yeah, you know, Godzilla, I really enjoyed. Uh, Godzilla Singular Point was recently oh, released. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, I, I, I started watching that. Um, that, friends, is what you call an anime. Yes, um, yes. On Netflix. Uh, I like it so far um i'm about six episodes in uh what i like about it is it's very slow um it reminds me of shin godzilla in that respect um i did not see like the most recent two godzilla movies the american ones Mm -hmm. um but i have to imagine that they're the complete opposite of what this is because i'm six episodes in and i don't know if you know this michael godzilla hasn't shown up yet um I mean, he has technically. Uh, he's just not. Is he what a you... spooky skeleton? No. Wait, so where that's is actually, he? That's actually not. Uh, what? Whose skeleton is it? Uh, so okay, so I, I I'm not sure how like how how aware of Godzilla are you? Because I know you've seen Shin Godzilla, which perfect. Uh, it's great. Uh, mm-hmm. but like the early like the Heisei Godzilla and the Showa Godzilla and the original '54 Godzilla. Um, I went through a brief period in my childhood where I was really into Godzilla movies, but I don't Mm -hmm. remember much of the mythology other than, like, oh, this one's called Rodan, this one's called uh, Ghidorah, or as you would say, Ghidorah. Um, Weeb. Uh, (laughs) Can I be a weeb? I'm literally Japanese. (laughs) You're half white, you're half weeb. Um, Okay, all right. Mikey Chan, the half weeb. Uh, uh, 
Um, so yeah, I know like Mothra, it's a good guy. Because, because uh, what they talk about in the show is that there was an event, you know, like 50 years ago when uh, this researcher, Ashihara, uh, was real young, there was a monster, they killed it, uh, and he took its bones. Uh, this is what happened in the original Godzilla, because the original Godzilla, like, there exists a continuity. Uh, the original Godzilla that's killed with the oxygen destroyer in the 54 Godzilla, uh, his bones are recovered, and that is what they use as the exoskeleton to build Mecha Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Godzillas that come after that, like you see Godzilla Jr. Uh, oh, that's like that's that. true in like the movies. Like the it, it's not the Godzilla that we know and love is not like the original Godzilla. Yeah, correct. He died. Yeah, no, that one. one died. Uh, his descendant becomes the Showa Godzilla. Uh, yeah, see, have, I had uh, no idea that, like, they were all in a specific continuity. Yeah, and then you have, um, well, well, and then you have, like, you know, the descendant of that, uh, the junior, right? Who mm-hmm. then becomes the Heisei-era Godzilla that you see in, like, Godzilla 2000 and things like that. Uh, the, the only actual, yeah, that the, was the first like... time Godzilla, uh, broke continuity in Japan was with Shin Godzilla. That was the first ever actual, like, reboot of the franchise, in Japan. That's interesting. Um, I honestly had no fucking idea. Yeah, they're all because uh, uh, like I don't I don't think I ever saw any of the black and white ones. I wouldn't have rented those from Blockbuster Video because I'm very old. Um, but I would have been like, no, that's in black and white. I don't want to watch that. Um, so I I don't. It's it's so strange thinking back on this because I can't really place where I was mm-hmm. in childhood. I could have been in kindergarten or I could have been like 17. Um, I don't know. <laughs> just kind of all blur together. Somewhere in between those two goalposts uh, was when I was watching Godzilla on like, it had to be like very, very young. Cause I was watching it on VHS and renting it from Blockbuster. Um, and I like, cause I think that my parents bought me like a Godzilla toy at one point, And then based on that, I got into the idea of Godzilla. And so we started renting them. Mm-hmm. But I only like the ones that were like goofy. Like I like the, the like scary I didn't. Ones. Yeah, the scary ones Godzilla. I probably wouldn't have watched. I only really watched like the silly ones. Um, yeah, no, the because uh, I mean, I mean it's it's interesting because like Godzilla as a franchise is is persisted and it's the longest running uh, tokusatsu franchise. Um, Tonkatsu, delicious. Yeah, delicious um, pork dish. And that, and that's because like as a uh, as a character. Uh, it's it's evolved with times. Uh, it started off like the original Fifty Four Godzilla was this kind of lamentation of uh, the atomic holocaust that occurred in Japan. Uh, and in the time since, yeah. like Godzilla has typically been like the harbinger of all bad omens, as you know, like a, a righteous recompense for what mankind has done to the planet. Uh, but then my also... Godzilla was the defender of humanity and friend to us all. Yeah, well, I mean, and and that's the thing. Like, he's he's evolved. Like, it can be someone here to protect us, someone here to warn us, someone here to punish us, uh, someone here to save us. Like, it 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 evolves over time, and it evolves exactly to what we kind of need to see at the time. Uh, Shin Godzilla was released, and the movie was a, a scathing indictment of how Japan is stifled by bureaucracy yeah. when it comes to dealing with natural disasters. It, it was mm-hmm. written as a direct response to how they handled so, the tsunamis. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, it was a, about Fukushima, kind of. Exactly, yeah. So it's it's one of those things where it's like the franchise can always evolve to be exactly what society needs it to be. 
mm-hmm. when it comes to America, it just, it's just big blockbuster. That's way too smart for American audiences. <laughs> like, that would never work here. Um, we don't like movies with subtext. Uh, yeah. So I would assume I mean, our Godzilla movies are just big and dumb. I didn't, like, God, I... What, I, I think I only saw the 2014 one, which I did not like at all. Um, yeah. I did not care for that one. I was lied to. I, I was sold to Brian Cranston, Cranston movie, was gonna be. <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just um, so bored. Well, so, yeah, Gareth Edwards? Gareth Edwards? Mm-hmm. I always He's a fine director. Gareth I don't have any problem Evans. with Gareth Edwards. I just didn't well, realize the movie wasn't Well, because one of them did monsters in rogue one the other one did the raid and their names are very similar and it fucks me up all the time um but uh but gareth gareth edwards did the 2014 godzilla mm-hmm. and it's a it's a very beautifully shot movie that does not feel like a godzilla movie it feels like a it feels like a monster movie and that's kind of all it is uh michael dotery did uh the more recent godzilla king of the monsters movie um that one that seems movie, to have been received much better yeah, that, although you I, know, I, I remember when the 2014 Godzilla movie came out. Every like, I had kind of a contrarian opinion because everybody else seemed to like it a lot, and I was just real bored. Um, I think we have a podcast about that going all the way back to 2014. Um, that was before Michael was born. Everyone, um, that was when yeah, I was still yeah. living in Florida. Uh, yeah, I was an amoeba. I was a thought. Yep. Um, you were a thought. Beyond thought. thought. No. <laughs> no. Well, okay, different. Anyways, uh, no, you yeah, didn't no, it's becoming a thought. It took a while for you to get to that point. Um, <laughs> yeah, correct. We got there. We got there eventually, folks. Um, but it was, it was one of those ones where it's like the movie kind of felt like there was, and I, I have the same kind of problems with Rogue One, where it's that kind of feeling of uh, insincerity. And I, I don't know Gareth Edwards, uh, but like it, it feels like one of those things where it's like you make a movie with this superficial kind of, oh, yeah, this is what people want to see while not really knowing it. Like, I, I think it was one of the interviews for the, the 2014 Godzilla where Gareth Edwards, like, he talks about, like, you know, like, I, I was never a fan of Godzilla growing up, but, like, you see the silhouette of Godzilla and you recognize it's Godzilla. Like, that's how prolific it is. Um, so you Yeah, that kind of, moments. I mean, that's the sense that I got from the movie. Like, um it was a Godzilla movie that kind of went out of its way to focus on things that weren't Godzilla. And it seems like the nude movies went in like a completely different direction. Now it's, it's all just monster fights. And I guess I would like, I haven't watched the new ones, but I I feel like I would be more entertained by that. Um, Like, cause you could go two different ways, right? You could go the intellectual heady route of the Japanese movies um, or you could go the big dumb monster movie route, uh, and both of those are fine in my opinion. What is not fine is one that tries to like do both, but like does the intellectual part but fails poorly. At both. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, you either have to pick one or the other. It's hard. To, it's hard to try and do both because it's like, well, like I said, I don't. I just I don't think that an American audience would have any interest whatsoever it? in a movie like Shin Godzilla. And I, I, yeah. I, I would like to see like what Netflix's numbers are for this um, because it doesn't seem like something that if you were to put this on Adult Swim, I think it would tank. Like I don't think that – but I could be wrong because maybe like the 
the fact that it's an anime and it's attracting a certain kind of um, audience, they might like it. I don't watch enough anime to know if this is if this is common in the genre. Um, well, it's uh, it's it's interesting to me um, because I'll I'll slight. Uh, I can't really slide them. Like, Funimation brought over, like, Dragon Ball, right? And Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Uh, and that became really popular. Insanely so. Um, sure. And so there became this kind of proliferation of that is what anime is. Like, it, it starts and it ends at, you know, people with glowy hair punching each other. Mm-hmm. Which is is not. Like, and, anime is, a, is and a medium to tell a certain story. Elderly men getting uh, nosebleeds when they see uh, the, the boobies of... The boobies, yeah. No, uh, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, Why is that a thing? I, You've been to Japan many I, times. This is your cultural heritage. Where is the concept of, like, um, nosebleeds in uh, uh, as a reaction to, like, sexual arousal come from? You know, I I don't know. I've I can I can tell you I've never spontaneously had a nosebleed while getting aroused. Um, that would be some cause for some fucking panic, I'd imagine. Um, yeah, it's 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 a very strange trope. Yeah, but like we've just kind of all accepted it at this point. Like, if you see like someone get a nosebleed, like you you immediately understand what it is, like in media now. Yeah, um, I mean, depending on the context, like. Um... But yeah, it, like in in an anime, absolutely. Um, yeah. But I mean, like, there's this there's this whole sense of that like it was kind of built in America that like this is what anime is, and it it kind of hindered themselves from really bringing over anything else, um, and that's why you have like the the animes that are popular nowadays are like the Naruto's or the the One Piece, uh, or the One Punch Man. Like it's it's mm-hmm. just it's people just punching each other. Um, well, I think what it is is it's a specific genre of anime tends to play well because the thing is, and I even realized this as I was saying it, like as the words were coming out of my mouth, like, oh, is this this is like an anime thing? But that's that's it's a dumb thing to say because anime, uh, like in Japan, like animation isn't any one thing. It's just kind of like you could have you know one for kids, you could have one for adults, you could have one that's a chick mm-hmm. flick. You could, it's it's Shonen, as shoujo, broad as shoujo, regular whole, entertainment whole categories. Yeah, it's a, it's as broad as just general entertainment is anywhere else. Um, it's not limited to a specific audience. So yeah, yeah which you is, could which have. Which is weird when people say like I don't like anime. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what they're saying is they don't like shonen anime, right? Like they don't like correct the Dragon Ball Z kind of thing. Which I mean, fair. I don't like shonen anime, so I mean, you know, sure. there's that. Um, but what what I think is actually even more interesting is that, uh, like, within Japanese entertainment, tokusatsu is a more niche uh, demographic than anime is. Like, anime is fucking wide stream sure. uh, compared to that. So it, what I think is really interesting is uh, with Godzilla Singular Point, and with a year, two years ago at this point, with the Ultraman anime coming out on Netflix, like, it's really bridged more people into the tokusatsu genre. Uh, they're, they're making a Kamen Rider uh, double anime next year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, like, I, I think it's one of those ones where it's like, it's an, it's, they made it an anime of Gato, which is a, a midnight tokusatsu. Uh, so, it, I, think it's, it, I think it's interesting uh, to show, or to introduce people to these tokusatsu properties via something that seems a little more comfortable to them. Um, yeah. Because, like, Power Rangers came out, and it, it kind of just, like, 
ever since then, like, it, it completely ruined the opportunity for anyone to take tokusatsu seriously uh, in Western cultures. Uh, because everything's got to be, like, tongue-in-cheek to a certain extent. Like, it's it, everything's got to be a Marvel movie where it's like, oh, you know, like, it's... Y- you can't have a drama exist in the same show where it's people that dress up in suits and fight monsters. Uh, those two things have to be held separate from each other because look at it, this is a joke. Uh, mm-hmm. But, like, with anything else, like, it's a means to tell a story. So you can have a drama or a horror series or a comedy or a children's show or an adult show um all based within this genre um so i think i think it's interesting to put something like godzilla as an anime to open that up to people who maybe would have not watched it in the first place yeah um i i applaud them i really really like singular point i hope you i hope you enjoy uh where the series goes because i I really did love it Mm -hmm. yeah it's Uh, um so like I said, so far I'm enjoying it. I, uh, I, I, I aesthetically I like it a lot. I, I, I think that the animation is gorgeous, um, and it's uh, what I like about watching these kind of shows versus like, um, you know, like older translated anime um, mm-hmm. is. I like the idea of watching a Godzilla movie that is unabashedly Japanese, and that's not something that you usually get in most anime. Like it, you, you have like the notorious um, example of the like Pokemon, ball? yeah, the donuts, uh, yeah, jelly donuts. The the onigiri get turned into jelly donuts. Um, they because like they had this notion uh, that you know American kids would not like Pokemon if they knew anything about it being from Japan. Um, so they tried to like erase all of the little you know the the, the things that the come across as Japanese um, they tried to neutralize it and uh, this is a show that does not do that at all um, because I do think that like you know one of my favorite aspects of Shin Godzilla was kind of exploring um, this sort of story because you don't get to see I'm trying to think of even how to phrase it um, these sort of like social commentary breakdowns. You don't get to see that from other cultures very much if you're like a fan of foreign movies. Usually the stuff that makes it over here is going to be the stuff that's a little bit more universal um, for obvious reasons. Like that's just the stuff that, you know, takes off. Like I I would compare this to like, um, like the movie Parasite. There's like a lot of Korean culture in that movie, but it's also you know, at its core, it's kind of a, a, a universal story of like, yeah, it's about you, class know, you have rich people and poor people everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I do like the idea of exploring, like what makes another culture tick? Like what are their, what are their things? Like what, what is it like to be um, a person in Japan thinking of, of, of like the Fukushima disaster? What are their, um, you know, their anxieties? What are their, uh, cultural staples you know what i mean um, uh, what what was the perception of the ineptitude of the people that are supposed to protect them yeah because you have a very clear idea of how that functions in american society like we'll make a show like uh, uh our cartoon president when we don't like what our um politicians are doing but it's it's neat to see that from another culture's you know lens or the lens yeah, of another and, culture and uh i i feel like something like singular point like it's even it's it's more so accessible than something like shin godzilla like mm-hmm. granted i know there's a bar for entry watching a 13 episode anime series and there's watching just a two-hour movie um but it, it's not so heavily embroiled in the the political commentary 
Um, right. It, it is just it is just a story. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm really hoping that like it gives Jet Jaguar Jet Jaguar more more love because he fucking so so I don't know if you know this. Um, I mean you know who Ultraman is, right? Yeah, I have several okay. Ultraman NFTs that are worth not as much as I hoped that they would be, but they're still okay. Are do NFTs still exist? I feel like that fucking concept exploded for a second. Uh, and then you know, died. Um, yeah, I got well. I there's um, a plat an NFT platform called Vivi, which I got real into for a little while because um, like I I got into it like before anybody had heard about it. It was right when people started talking about NFTs, and um, this company, their goal was to even like make a really accessible NFT platform. If you know anything about NFTs and buying them, it's really hard to do if you're not into cryptocurrency because you have to. First, you have to buy Ethereum, then you have to trade it on the, you know, a, a publicly listed platform, and there's all these steps. But they made it a platform. It sounds like the kind of bullshit that I go through, like trying to unlock an emote in Destiny Two. A hundred percent. It's exactly like that kind of stuff. Like, um, okay. it's it's all just right. unnecessary frustration. So what Vivi tried to do was um, make a platform that would be accessible to, you know, people that weren't really into crypto, um, and so you could just buy it on, you know, your cell phone on the on the iTunes store or the, the Android store um, but they also had you know licensing deals with like the biggest fucking names out there um, their first one and this is how I found out about it was they they were doing Batman NFTs they did do you remember like the DC black and white um, statues oh the yeah Batman black and white yeah uh, Diamond selected those yeah so they did those in like NFT format um so you could buy them, and it is cryptocurrency. You're buying it through, um, you know, the, their their OMI token. But um, you, as the user, don't really have to do much to do that. Like, I have a lot of OMI tokens that I went and bought through um, a trading platform because I was into crypto before, prior to this. But, like, um, you could easily do it, you know, without any experience whatsoever. Um, but one of the ones that they did was Ultraman. So I have a couple Ultraman NF- NFTs and a bunch of Batman ones. Like the ones that I bought, like I paid f- probably less than $300 total and they're worth like five grand now. So it's pretty oh, cool. All right. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. Um, I have I have a friend in Japan who uh, who invested in uh, Dogecoin mm-hmm. and, uh, and Bitcoin. I had a couple uh, Doges a for a while, but I sold my Doge um, yeah, back in February. Um, and just every every couple of weeks, he just he just sends me a screenshot of a graph of his finances just plummeting. Uh, and yeah, usually, a huge, huge usually crash. with the caption, Elon Musk needs to stop tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, oh. people are unhappy with him. I'm very unhappy with him. Um, yeah. Because you know what he did? Like, it's just so <laughs> dumb. Like, they announced that like Tesla had invested like you know 1.5 billion dollars into uh, bitcoin then um a couple of weeks ago probably a couple of months ago now um he says oh just kidding we're getting out of it because we found out that it's bad for the environment it's like what the fuck you didn't know that before it was all people were talking about for the last 10 fucking years like as soon as crypto starts getting big people are talking about the energy costs um and there are there are fixes in place. There, there. Uh, Ethereum's working on one. Um, 
and then all of the major Ethereum competitors are working on ways to, to make it less energy intensive. And so that's going to be fixed. But just the fact that he said that and then pretended like he had no idea that that Oops. was yeah. a thing, it's like, okay, come on, dude. And it crashed the entire fucking market. Like, everybody lost a lot of money, but it's bouncing back. Well, round round roundabout way, getting back to, to Godzilla and Ultraman. <laughs> um, so, uh, in 1954... Ultraman, it's, a, it's uh, a story about NFTs. Like, I, I know. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um... Ultraman trigger released last week as well. It was, it was very interesting. I can get to that too. Um, Ultraman, right? Mm-hmm. So there is a connection between Ultraman and Godzilla. Uh, okay. Vaguely. Uh, in They're both on Netflix. Uh, what's that? They're both on Netflix. It, well, the animes are, yeah. Um, but in 1954, the uh, the special effects supervisor uh, for Godzilla was... I, I can't remember his first name. I'm going to kill myself for this later because it's going to hit me at 3 a.m., uh, but his name was Suburia, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And he was in charge of the special effects for Godzilla. And initially, they wanted to do Godzilla stop motion. Uh, they didn't. They canned that idea. Uh, they came up with a whole suit. Tokusatsu as a genre was born. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it became this entire kind of way to film things just in general. Uh, Suburia made his own production studio to continue making tokusatsu projects, uh, and Suburia is the one who made Ultraman. Uh, so he worked on the original Godzilla, uh, helped them found like their kind of entire program to make special effects for that going forward, mm-hmm. and then made his own studio, and that's what Ultraman became. Uh, there was supposed to be a crossover between Godzilla and Ultraman. Uh, they were supposed to team up, and it was supposed to be a, a joint venture between uh, Suburia and Toho. Um, Things fell through uh, because they couldn't quite figure out licensing. Uh, and at the very last second, uh, Ultraman was removed from the project. And to replace Ultraman, uh, they just created Jet Jaguar. Naruto. Oh. Uh, well, yeah, well, it's, it's a robot, has no lines, doesn't speak, doesn't say anything, just shows up, punches sometimes. Uh, and Jet, he existed there once, and that was it. Uh, that's all that Jet Jaguar ever did. Um so it's interesting, like, coming into something like Singular Point, where it's like, oh my god, it's Jet Jaguar. Like, it makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah. Here's a boy. Yeah, like, they're finally giving Jet Jaguar some love. Like, he he needs it. Bring him back. Bring him all back. Bring him yeah. all back. Yeah. I started, um, well, I started watching the, uh, I'm assuming they have a new one out now, but, like, a couple of months back when I did buy those, uh, Ultraman NFTs. I started watching that anime. That was alright, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah no, the, the Ultraman anime was good. Um, season 2 should be coming out soon. Neat. Yeah, uh, it's it's interesting, because Ultraman goes back to 1965, mm-hmm. technically, the Ultra Q series starts. Well, this one seems uh, like it was in continuity with that, right? Like, this is like a sequel to it, because it's not Ultraman, it's like his kid. Kind of. Um, so the Ultraman series has an entire continuity, um, and they've kept that continuity. Like the the actors who played the original like Ultraman, like Dan Motoboshi as Seven, like they'll still come back and reprise their roles. They're um, still alive. Yeah, uh, I mean, so Japanese people live fucking forever, dude. Like, yeah, no, seriously, it's a very healthy people. Um, and so uh, like there there exists an entire continuity. They last week uh, they actually just released the new Ultraman series, which is Trigger. 
Mm -hmm. um, and it's a it's a direct sequel to the ninety nine series Tiga. I think it's ninety nine. It's either ninety nine or two thousand. Uh, uh, Ultraman Tiga. So it's a direct sequel to that. Um, and what they did was great because uh, there's there's this whole fucking thing going on now with uh, with Toy Studios releasing their uh, the Rider series uh, domestically. It's a fucking disaster. Um, mm -hmm. Because because what happened was uh, they they pawned the rights off to distribute it domestically to some fucking company I'd never heard of, uh, and what they literally did was they just Google translated uh, what they were saying in real time to post it over the the image, uh, and it's not good. It is not good translations. Uh, so people started like pestering, Toy, uh, like fucking idiots, saying like, hey, you should hire these fan subbers here, and they linked them to all these fan subbers, and so of course. Uh, Toya sent cease and desist to all these fucking fan subbers. Anyways, um, what they did with Ultraman instead was they had a live simulcast with, uh, America and Japan, and they just put the fucking episode on YouTube, uh, with English subtitles. Uh, to be like, here you go, uh, we understand the cells in the states, so have it. Um, but, but there is a, a certain continuity. Uh, the anime ignores the continuity that the show sets up, and it just does, uh, 1966 Ultraman series and then this anime um so like in in the Ultraman anime series like Dan Motoboshi who is Ultra 7 in 1967 like he shows up and he's a main character um they they replaced Go who is uh Ultraman quote unquote Jack with someone actually named Jack so I guess that makes more sense um but yes this this is a direct sequel to the original 66 series that ignores the other like 55 years of continuity that the the live action series has had mm -hmm. is good it's interesting mm -hmm. i like it yeah so uh how many like how many times have you been to japan now oh i've i've not gone since for a oh, while right, well, I've, COVID, I've been but, like prior to that i've been oh like 12 uh, three 13 times? times you were there like you moved there for a while no, you, you no, lived there just, for just like vacations. seventeen years. <laughs> you had like a day job as a geisha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nope, wrote some yep, memoirs very, very about difficult it, job. And they made a movie that was very good. Um, actually, I don't even remember if Memoirs of a Geisha was a good movie. The book is good, I think. I don't know. It's been a while. They could all be trash. Could all be trash, Michael. Isn't, isn't that unfortunate when you like look at a project you're like oh I remember watching I, I recently put on The Running Man uh, and I was like oh man I remember loving The Running Man and I put on The Running Man and I'm like oh fuck um, there, there's, a, there's a tier quality of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies right uh -huh. uh, and like at the at the bottom you've got like Hercules in New York and Commando uh, and then like at the top you got like your T2 Judgment Day and your, your Total Recall and your Predator and your Kindergarten Cop and, and Commando falls more towards the former and less towards the latter. Uh, so I, I put on The Running Man being like, oh man, I should watch some Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. And I, 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 I went through the gamut of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. I'm like, this is so much fun. This is so great. I miss John McTiernan movies. And it was, it was after I watched Last Action Hero, I went back and I put on The Running Man and I went, oh fuck. <laughs> this is, a, this is a, an 80s movie, but not, not like, not like a, an 80s movie. It's more like a, oh, like a oh, phone an 80s movie <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's like how people are gonna like look back in like 50 fucking years when they're like oh well let's watch this classic cinema called the marvel cinematic universe and they get to thor the dark world and they're like oh 
Like, that was the fucking limp dick reaction I had, like, putting on the running. I mean, I still enjoy it. Like, I still enjoy unabashed 80s movie. But there's a, there's a clear demarcation in quality between, like, yeah, Predator and The Running Man. <laughs> yeah, the 80s was wild. Um, I was listening to Quentin Tarantino on Joe Rogan um, when he was on recently. Apparently, he does not like the decade of the 80s for movies. He said that that's what inspired him to, like, get into filmmaking. Was He was like, we haven't had any good movies for a long time. He has strong opinions about things. Yeah. Isn't he still making a Star Trek movie? Is that shit still happening? Um, I don't know. He said on uh, Rogan that he's still committed to the idea of only doing ten movies. So I think that means he only has one more because he's counting both Kill Bills as one. Um, yeah, which, I mean, if you release it as one, sure. Yeah, but, well, like, they released it as two, but, like, he's saying uh, one minute. One. But so either he's... I don't know, is he on nine Does or is he on Death ten? Death Proof in there? Yeah, Death Proof is in there. Which, I mean... I mean, I like Death Bridge just fine, but it's not its not anywhere close to, like, my top Tarantino movies. I think I've only seen it, like, once or twice, and that's... I mean, I've seen I, everything... That'd be, be so fucking fascinating to see him go out in a Star Trek movie. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't know that that's what I would like to see as his last one, but I would definitely like to see that movie. Um... It'd be pretty fucking fascinating. Uh, he also expressed interest in, like, a James Bond movie at one point, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. Yeah, no, I, I, I doubt that one. Because <laughs> the, uh... Man, it, it feels like, like, all, the, all, the, all the, the news stories and articles I've been seeing pop up on Collider has just been, like, lists and just ranks. Like, mm-hmm. ranking, like, what's the, the MCU, like talking about like what's the the top 10 marvel cinematic universe movies and i just keep fucking scrolling back i'm like i don't care i don't care like what this new episode of loki means for blah 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 like is this character gonna get their own spin-off show i'm like i just i just don't care i just don't care yeah i mean we've been talking about um doing the podcast for the last couple of days and like every time we speak about it i'm like okay i should go look up some news um and every time i do i'm like oh I just don't care about any of this. <laughs> um, it's just I. It's I guess it's going to take a while to get the ball rolling again. Um, it just in, in in Hollywood in general because I feel like everything that's coming out is just kind of like what they had left over. So yeah, um, we're we're not really getting super new movies yet. Um, I think the only thing that I'm like even tentatively really looking forward to is uh, the Robert Pattinson Batman, and I'm not even like like psyched about it i'm just like oh it's another batman movie that'll be something to talk about for six years um but uh i do like i I like the look of that movie um the trailer looks neat i like the sort of noir we should probably wait for the siren to go by Ah, as joys of living in new york isn't it yeah god i was listening to some of like the earlier episodes when we were still in the new yorker it's crazy um, just how many fucking sirens constantly. Um, I get a lot of sirens now because I live like right down the street from the police slash fire station, but 
Still not nearly as many as when we were living in Midtown. Um, it was like a new 9-11 every day. Uh, <laughs> well, it's, it's, always, it's always fun living in New York. Like, I was trying to explain to some people, because uh, 4th of July happened fairly recently. Um, and uh, I fucking remember living in New York, and just there'd be random nights where they just have fireworks over the, the Hudson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you're facing the East River and not oh, the Hudson, uh, you just start hearing these fucking booms, and the building starts to shake, and there's yeah. this moment of sheer panic where you're like, all right, this is it. No, I legit had ends. that experience. Like, when I moved um, to Hell's Kitchen the second time, because, uh, like, I, I went from the New Yorker to up in, like, South Harlem, then back down to Hell's Kitchen for, like, a year. Uh, mm-hmm. When I first moved in there, it was uh, Chinese New Year, um, one of the days, like maybe a week or two into my living there. And uh, yeah, we just hear like explosions in like both me and my roommate run out like, what is going on? <laughs> um, so like I climbed out on the fire escape thinking like, we're going to fucking die. This is it. We're getting attacked right now. How is this happening? Um, but then it was just fireworks. And we sat and watched the fireworks and it was nice. Yeah, joy, joys of living in New York. Joys of living in New York. It's like, oh, celebration? Terrorist attack. Never quite sure until you go outside and look. Yeah, no, this year it was great um, for 4th of July because, like, I my bedroom faces the East River. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like I said, we're two subway stops from Manhattan. And um, I guess this year they moved it up a little bit further. So, like, I saw pretty much fucking everything. Um, just sitting in bed looking out my window is neat. Uh, wasn't last year, because last year was COVID, but the year before that, you know, I could see a little bit of it, but I think it was closer to the Brooklyn Bridge and not the Williamsburg Bridge. Hmm. Well, um, I actually I actually saw a, uh, a trailer recently um, that I was actually got me fairly excited for a movie that's coming out. Um, I don't I kind of, I knew vaguely that they were making another G.I. Joe movie, and I was like, whatever. Um, but then but then I saw the trailer, and I'm like, oh, it's real. Uh, and <laughs> I saw the trailer, and it's like, coming out July 23rd. And I was like, July 23rd? What the f- That's next week! Like, shit! Yeah, that's pretty close. <laughs> they, made a, they made a whole-ass movie, and I was just blissfully unaware. Um, fuck, is I'm it like a G.I. Joe movie. Yeah, is it in line with, like, the... Other G.I. Joe movies that came out, I would say recently, but when I say recently, I mean within the last two decades. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I hope not. We'll fucking see. I'm not sure. Um, it's about Snake Eyes. Um, man, like, it's I mean, it could be Snake like, Eyes. I, I just, like, I would rather it be, like, a goofy, campy version of it instead of the. Yeah, like, it's about fucking like, ninjas. Oh, we need to make it a like, badass. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to cast, I mean, it's, like, it's, MMA people to play uh, G.I. Joe's. Although that could be fun, too. Well, I mean, like, it's one of those things where it's like, I grew up with G.I. Joe, right? You grew up with G.I. Joe, I'm sure, right? Not really. That was before my time, so I don't see how it could possibly be during your time. Oh, well, I mean, it was, it was I grew up with some rentals. incarnation of uh, G.I. Joe, I'm sure. Yeah, well, Just not it's, the it's, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I'm true, I, I, I didn't read, like, the Larry Hama run, but I, I hear those comics are fantastic from everyone that I know that's older than me. Um, but, like, I, I grew up with, like, the G.I. Joe movie and the G.I. Joe, like, the TV series, uh, more so than the Transformers series. Um, and so it was actually it was actually quite funny because uh, Hasbro started making um, 
like action figures for the first time for uh, like in the six inch scale for for gi joe so it's the first time like G- the the gi joes and the cobras have been like six inches figures which is the most popular line of figures um and it was a fucking disaster uh because it's one of those ones where it's like oh shit you know what i'd get a few of those um but it, it became this whole ass deal because they were making so few of them uh that every store that was getting them they're only getting like two figures at a time just two uh, so trying to collect these things was a fucking nightmare, because people are like, oh yeah, well if you collect G.I. Joe's, you know, just be ready to fist fight someone in a Target toy department. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. Well, that's um, happening more and more. I mean, people are, people are getting yeah, people, stabbed in front of Targets for Pokemon cards. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, people are just losing their goddamn shit. Like, like listen, I, I am I am experienced with a tantamount of, of retail therapy, especially in, in COVID lockdown, where, like, when the days start to blur together and you really don't know what's keeping you going anymore, you're like, yeah, I'm just going to buy something. Um, and it became like, oh, G.I. Joe action figures? Yeah, I'll go fucking buy that. Uh, can't. Just can't. Uh, really? Those yeah. are sold out, too. So, what is yeah, it? What is so, happening? Because, uh, like, you you still can't find Pokemon cards in New York. Yeah, no, I, th- I think all retailers stopped carrying them for the, the pandemic or something. Something about, like, the trading cards being detrimental or something. Well, okay, so what, I mean, with Pokemon cards specifically, uh, yeah, it had to do with a number of things. Like, um, first of all, it's, like, the 25th anniversary this year, so people were excited for that. Um, then there was the Logan Paul shit where people got excited because, like, they started buying booster boxes for hundreds of thousands of dollars the first edition booster Jesus boxes Christ. but then um when that sort of like pokemania that kicks up every couple of years kicked up this time there were supply issues because of covid so it took them a while to reprint them but now they're getting restocked but still like in new york you can't find them i just don't know why that would affect gi joe also i didn't realize that like people were into that right now i thought it was yeah, just no, like I'd a trading fucking... card thing Hasbro didn't either. Hasbro was like, uh, oh, we weren't aware that people wanted these, so we didn't make nearly enough. Well, that uh, was, yeah, so, and that's another thing with Pokemon, even like, um, even if COVID hadn't happened, they still wouldn't have printed enough because they only print as much as demand was. And like, you know, TCG for the longest time has been in a complete lull. Um, nobody yeah. was buying them prior to COVID, but I would imagine that the same thing happened with just about everything then. It's just a supply chain issue that like you have these people that are bored and at home and they want something to do they go try to buy well, G.I. Joe's and they're like oh no we only made 10 of them this year because fucking COVID and they're like but yeah. we have 6,000 people that want them they're gonna start eating each other <laughs> you know it's, it's actually gonna be interesting like so we we get the fiscal reports of like what sells in Japan every year mm-hmm. um, it'll be interesting to see how like COVID affects that yeah because uh, like for the past like 20 years Common uh, Rider has been the number one selling boys toy across all age demographics. Uh-huh. Um, I think it dipped once in 2006. I want to say it was 2006. It was, one, it was whenever Common Rider Hibiki was on. It was the first time that like it was knocked out of its number one spot. But like Pokemon's always consistently like number three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this fucking, well, in terms this of like toy season... sales, or is that mm-hmm. including cards and games and everything? Uh, do you know what? I'm not sure if that includes card sales, um, but it's it's just probably not because like for, for, yeah when, yeah when they talk about 
sales figures for Pokemon in America, they always like break it down by product type. So you would have like mm-hmm. toys, like you know, plushies, action figures, shit like that. Um, yeah. Then games, then cards, and they would all kind of, they're all their own little individual branch of the Pokemon company. Yeah. Um, but uh, well, the point I was getting at is, is the the current season of Common Rider that we're on. It's almost over, and I fucking can't wait for it to be over. It's it's legitimately the worst fucking season this franchise has had in fifty years. Um, wow. It's it's the fiftieth anniversary of the show. It's the worst one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so bad that the fifty first the the next next year's season, uh, which occurs on the fifty first year of the show, uh, is going to be considered the fiftieth anniversary of the show because this one performs so fucking badly. Wow. Yeah. That's utter uh, disaster. Interesting. Yeah, no, it's it's. I think, without with a beyond a shadow of a doubt, it's it's the worst Kamen Rider series I've seen, and it it's probably the worst Tokusatsu series I've ever seen. Like it's, oh man, it's not watchable. It is it is unwatchable. <laughs> it's the kind of it's the kind of it's the kind of shit where it's like, this year like, they transform like, into a giant shoe. That's their. Theme. Oh god, like I fucking wish like at least the plot would be fucking definable at that point. Like it's it's the kind of thing where it's like, it's like, imagine if I introduced you to Star Wars, right? Oh yeah, and imagine I'm something so bad, like something worse than the Rise of Skywalker. I was gonna say, come up to you. You mean like the yeah, prequels? I'd say like, like what? You mean like the prequels? We've been through a lot in Star Wars, to be fair. We well, yeah, true. We we've been through a lot. Of, it, it's it's like it's it's like I'd, I'd I'd market it akin to like the Star Wars holiday special. It's like sitting you down and like making you watch the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> and I just have this this compulsion to apologize for having ever introduced you to the concept of star wars in the first place like that's how fucking bad this series of common writer has you been trying to get somebody into common writer recently yes i did um it's been a delightful experience my friend brennan uh we've been watching shows like in in quarantine like going through uh over the phone watching like backlog of show after show after show and that eventually became watching the ongoing series uh and it's 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 nice. You ever you ever have those nice moments where you're you're watching something with someone, something something that you've already seen. Yeah. Uh, and they have a there's a, there's a moment where it dawns on them that they really like it. Uh-huh. Um, uh it, It's fun watching that kind of occur with certain series where you're watching Common Rider Fies, which is a it, it modeled itself after a, a K drama, so it's very depressing and morbid. Um, but we got to a point in the show, and we were we were watching it, and he was he was enjoying it. Uh, but there, there was a moment where he kind of stopped, and he was like, this is great. Like, this is really great. Like, you see them, like, you see all the work with all the characters, like, everyone's personalities and how the, the dominoes have been set, so when you finally get to a point where you see the dominoes start to tip and fall, like, your mind already starts processing how this is going to affect everything else in the show. Um, mm-hmm. and he was, and he, and, and a moment like that happened when we're watching this current season of Common Rider, but in the opposite regard, where we were watching an episode, and he just kind of stopped, and he went, this is absolute horseshit. And yeah, yeah, we've, it's, it's been horseshit for 44 episodes. <laughs> That's too bad. They, uh, well, God, 44 episodes, Jesus Christ, they crank them out. Um... I guess it's always been the case. Like, there's Japanese TV shows. There's a ton of episodes for their live action stuff. Um, yeah. When you compare it to like, because I even remember just like watching Power Rangers as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like they would, I, I I imagine that they're probably roughly akin to 
there are about as many Power Rangers episodes as there are like Super Sentai episodes. Um, but yeah, going back and looking at like those seasons, there's a ton. I think they're actually half the amount of episodes because if I remember correctly, like the Power Rangers episodes are like twenty episodes a season. Are they? Um, yeah, but even no, that's Super a lot Sentai... for like a live action series in America. Like, yes, maybe not like a kids series. Um, it's like looking back on like Nickelodeon shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really amazing how many episodes there are compared to how many seasons there are. Like, I remember Hey Arnold running for fucking ever. And that's because it did. Like, they reran them all the time. But you look back mm-hmm. on it, and it's like, oh, no, there's only, like, five seasons of Hey Arnold or something like that. It's it's not that many. Um, they yeah. just have, like, 20 million episodes a season because they, uh, they're made in sweatshops. And uh, they're, they're <laughs> voice actors. They're not allowed to leave. For months at a time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like Super Sentai, like each season kind of runs for about fifty episodes, mm-hmm. um, and the 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 two off weeks of the year are typically supplemented by a theatrical release. Yeah, um, that was going to be my next question: is like, what is the season like? Then, like, how when we're talking about in terms of time, how long does it take for them to air fifty episodes? That's like an entire oh, year. It, it, yeah, no, it's 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 uh. It's one episode weekly, mm-hmm. every week, until it's done. Okay, Sometimes so it's not a like the break. American where you have like off season, on season, off season, on on season. Oh no 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 yeah no there and there's never there's never a break between episodes, or between seasons. Uh, That's literally, crazy. you hit episode fifty, of the current season, and like all right, we'll see you next week with the new team of heroes. Yeah, that sounds like a nightmare from like a production standpoint. Well, that's like how they used to make soap operas; like they just never stopped. Um, yeah, no, they, they just 50 don't stop. Billion episodes uh, and I mean, of like days each, of our lives. And each like season's that. made by a slightly different team, which is why you have these drastic dips in quality. Uh-huh. Um, but I mean, like, I, I don't know, like it, it's 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 unabashedly like this 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 whole design to sell toys. Um, and if the toys sell, the show the budget for the show gets bigger. If they don't, the budget for the show gets smaller. Uh, it's been mm. fucking hilarious. Because uh, last year's season of Common Rider was fucking fantastic uh it was it was great i was, it's 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 toys are impossibly hard to find right now like the fucking 40 dollar action figure uh that no one could get now costs 700 dollars uh because it was nice. a good show and people like things that are good yeah uh meanwhile the current show is like like i, I helped my friend run like a japanese import toy store uh and it's funny where he'll be like oh you know like common rider saber like merchandise 80% off. We're like, this came out like a month ago. He's like, yep, I can't get rid of it. 80% off. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so it's, it's funny watching this like kind of problem, like trickle down into the production standpoint. Cause we've gotten to the point in the show where like, this is filmed in someone's parking lot. Like this is, this is a parking lot. Like they couldn't close the set off. There's people just watching in the background. Like this is, this is sad. This is very sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. The, the new the new season of Sentai has actually been delightful. It's very gay. It's the gayest season of Sentai that there's ever been, and I am absolutely here for it. That's interesting. Um, yeah, we're n- it's not going to be adapted into a Power Rangers series. I can almost guarantee it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of interesting things happening in Japan uh, recently in terms of, like, um, progressive causes and whatever. Like, they're talking about, like this potentially being the first time in Japanese history where they would have, like, a female emperor or an empress, mm-hmm. um, as you would say. 
so I guess that's neat. Because, um, like, Japan is a very, very socially conservative society. Um, not in the same way that, like, the West would be socially conservative because the values are going to be different because it's not really, like, a... I guess they are... No, nah, it's not... I, I wouldn't call that, like, a terribly religious society because you have Shintoism, but, like... No. The idea is most people, well, like, respect the traditions, but they don't actually, like, believe in it necessarily. Um, yeah, it's it's peer pressure from your dead relatives. That's sure. exactly what tradition <laughs> is. Um, yeah. It's 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 done more so out of a sense of obligation than is of natural belief, and that's it's, it's been uh, there there is a respect for kind of what's there, and that's why Japan has so many yeah. things that are just preserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's it's not a very religious place. Yeah, it seems like. Um... From my understanding, anyway, it, it seems like Shintoism kind of, like, it, it pops up, like, during weddings and then, like, during exam season when you're trying to, like, get good luck for your exams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that's about it. It's, 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 it's belief when convenient. Religion there, yeah. Um, but it's neat. It's very aesthetic. I like the Shinto temples that I went to when I was in Japan. It was very, very beautiful. Um and I think that's about, I think that's about what uh, religion should be in society. It's like something you go visit sometimes. Nothing oh, that yeah. you know you're you need architecture. Yeah, <laughs> nothing that you're like definitely nothing to start actively a fucking war poisoning over. your politics and starting wars over. Yeah. In the... Yeah. Shit. I don't know. Entertainment world. <laughs> That's that's us. Fingers on the pulse of I don't know, fucking fingers on the very slow moving about to culture. go out pulse of entertainment. That uh, uh, there's one heartbeat per like hour and a half. Here, apparently. It's like yeah, it's it's like it's like Monty Burns's pulse. It's just not there. Um Yeah, it's uh, about where we're at, man. So that Batman well, we'll movie fucking... we briefly brought that yeah. up. So what do you think of that? Was that? What do you think of that Batman movie coming out? Oh man, I'm ex- listen. I'm I'll I'll be there for whatever Batman movie you want to show me. Um, I'm 100 here for all of the Batmans. Do you see um, the pictures of him on his his tiny motorcycle? No. <laughs> so the... No, I've I've not seen I've not seen much beyond the uh, the initial trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, I'm just like I'm gonna see it. Like, who, yeah, like, absolutely. Um, you can't actively dissuade me from seeing a Batman movie. Like, if if they're if, if they were to say like, and then halfway through the movie, he switches to his '60s garb and he goes full Adam West. Oh, I'd be all uh, to fucking fight for the that. Killer. I would be right there for yeah. that. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I I, I, I wish like, that's nope. what they were doing. I think that they should make another '60s Batman. Yeah, so, I mean, fuck, we'll see how it goes. Um. Yeah, no, there's just, there's, like, lots of set photos that have leaked um, of, and it's not, it's not fair, you can't really judge it, but it just looks so silly. Um, Robert Pattinson on, like, the bat bike. The bat bike looks small, like, it looks too small. Um, and also, he doesn't have a cape, because well, presumably they make up for the... And he's just got a gigantic penis. That's possible. Actually, that's, like, everybody thinks it's a bike. That was just his dong. Um, <laughs> he's riding it around. 
It's like I like to show it off in movies. They wouldn't let me do this in Twilight. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's where like you could tell that they're probably just going to CGI the cape on later. So it's just like oh, I mean, it doesn't look right anyway. I mean, listen, the last thing you want is like getting that fucking thing stuck in the wheel of a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who knows? I guess uh, Robin. <laughs> Can you imagine? Was was there never? Because like even looking at the Dark Knight, like the fucking the the bat pod, right? Mm-hmm. That thing had an exposed ass tire in the back, and that motherfucker was wearing a cape this whole time. Can you not imagine like the story of like oh yeah, Batman got his fucking neck broken by Bane? No, his cape got got cut in a fucking tire. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no capes. I think people have talked about Robin being in this one, possibly, but I don't think that there's any like casting information on that. I think it was going to be a girl. Um, they're going to have girl Robin, which whatever. At least it, the fucking characters in the thing. Um, At least it's not like a collection of just street orphans who call themselves the Robins. Oh God. Fucking. <laughs> 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 Oh man, I have not thought about that in like five years. Holy <laughs> shit, we are Robin. <laughs> it's like a fucking well, yeah, non I always thought that it was uh, Bob Kane's intention that <laughs> Robin be a band of multi ethnic street youths. Um, <laughs> 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 oh, good lord. Oh. That was a thing. Well. Well, that actually no didn't end up being they... all that bad either. Um, it was just such a funny concept. Like, oh, we can't pick, like, it's like we want to do, like, something with Robin, but, like, we can't pick. So we're just going to have, we're going to have, like, all 50 of, of them. <laughs> um, there's going to be, like, a smart one and a jock one. and then, you know, They all band together and uh, fight crime. As kids often do. Um, Isn't it the same one where, like, Batman was Jim Gordon in a mech suit? Wasn't that the same run? I want to say that that was after, slightly. But I could Mm. be wrong. It was when they were just, like, fucking everything. (laughs) They were just like, you know what? We're going to throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. At least they're fucking trying things. Like, Marvel's just been buying up properties and they're just just to buy properties to absorb them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's been a lot of, like, real kind of angry talk uh, pointed at Marvel Comics recently because it just seemed kind of, like, not only bereft of creativity, but, like, everything coming down the pipe just seems... There's issues. And I, I'd, I'd hate to, like, shit on creators just in general because um, I'm sure they are working very hard. But, like, you have these stories of, like, uh, illustrators for the Star Wars comics stealing fan renders of ships and just sourcing... Uh, images and artwork without credit. Um, you 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 have like people are complaining about the Apex comics uh, that came out recently, and they're like, "Wow, so the people that wrote the comics here like never played the game, <laughs> like, uh, or even things like 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 fuck they they bought uh I think it was the Alien uh property from was it Image or Dark Horse probably Dark Horse, uh, but they brought like they bought the Alien property off of uh. Dark Horse and like they made this whole big deal it's like hey y'all remember Aliens mm-hmm. uh, and everyone's like yeah and they're like alright dope and they're like well, what, are you, what are you gonna do oh nothing uh, actually the comics are actually gonna be like we're gonna trace photos of action figures uh, and we're just, gonna, we're just gonna pump that out there yeah. it's weird it's a whole thing Marvel I don't know what's happening at Marvel Comics right now but it's, 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 it's weird I don't know, man. Haven't followed comics in a long time. Did you hear they're doing a 
Constantine TV show on HBO. It's like almost the thing that I've always wanted. Um, but it's uh, not going to be Matt Ryan. Uh, oh, yeah. It's going to be uh, Jenna Coleman, isn't it? Oh, did they make an announcement? I I believe so. Um, yeah, no, last yeah, I no, heard they were a, just casting. It's not a Constantine but... series, uh, but Constantine is in it. Uh, it's Is it the oh. Sandman or something like that? Okay, no, I think Sandman probably. is something different. Um, last I heard, they were doing like a straight-up Constantine adaptation, and it was going to be J.J. Abrams and Bad Robot um, doing it uh, for HBO. Okay. Uh, but as far as like casting goes, other than it not being Matt Ryan, I have no idea um, what they're what they got in store. Okay, yeah, I'm thinking of something else. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, there is a, a Sandman series. thing. I think. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's a Netflix series, and Netflix is adapting Neil Gaiman's The Sandman. Okay, so yeah. Uh, and they cast Jenna Coleman to play uh, Joanna Constantine. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. Interesting. Which is, uh, yep. So, all right, cool. Neat. Yeah, they've been talking about doing Sandman forever. Um, for the longest time, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was trying to get that made as a movie. Um... And I guess it just never went anywhere, and now they're doing it on Netflix, which, honestly, that's the way to go. Like, I, I think, not necessarily yeah. Netflix, but just a, you know, miniseries as opposed to trying to make it into one big movie. Um, it's Because it's such, like, a bizarre and abstract story that to really do it justice, you kind of have to do it episode by episode and explore everything properly. Um, yeah, I mean, fuck, like, look, they made a fucking... They, they made a Constantine series, and they just made it after two brothers and took all the best plots, and they called it Supernatural. Yeah. Um, and that shit's been on for how long at this point? I don't know. Did it come back? It's uh, Every time it they, they it, it dies, and then it comes it's back a couple of years It's always the last later. season. Yeah. I mean, I guess incredibly fucking Literally, appropriate for since the show. before I moved to New York, um, it has been the last, the last season, season of Supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Ah, uh, whatever. Going on like six, seven years. I know, we, 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 we've had some interesting like superhero shows properly. Like, The Boys, I, I think, is really good. Um, yeah, I didn't watch the second season, almost, but... Yeah. First season's good. No, second season's fantastic, uh, but it's almost like painful to watch at times. Um, not because it's bad, uh, but because it, it, it feels too close to home. Uh, there's a there's a, an episode in the second season, um, and it, it starts off with this cold open of just this guy like taking care of his mom and like putting in these headphones and listening to uh, a, like a podcast. Huh? Part of the problem, uh, and it's it's of uh, one of these like people talking about like oh you know like the the immigrants are are coming in they're 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 dangerous and you know they can become supervillains and, and you see this person uh, like kind of start to shut out reality. Uh, every single time he puts his headphones in to listen, uh, and that cascades until one day he just goes to his local convenience store, and he sees that the uh, the cashier working there is a brown person, and he just pulls out a gun and shoots them. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, of course, like the the superhero company Vought has to make this whole, like, oh, you know, thoughts and prayers. We we do not condemn the actions of this this misguided patriot thinking the blah 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 like, and it's just like this. Like I thought I fucking watched television to escape this kind of bullshit. Um, yeah, it's, it's a thing. Fant- it's like, it's, 
That's another thing about just like life in the the COVID era, where it's like you just don't want to watch anything too heavy because fucking real life is bad enough. Yeah, no, I mean, like I I remember picking up Resident Evil Three because uh, I came out like March of last year, um, and then it just being like this is the fastest spreading pandemic we've ever seen. Like you know, like authorities have reportedly locked down like riots in the streets, and I just I had to kind of pause the game and be like, oh, oh. Yeah, it's like oh. <laughs> it's a lot more fun when it's not happening. Yeah, I don't know. Resident Evil's got a cool, a lot of cool things. They recently just dropped a series on Netflix, and I watched the first episode. Um, cool. We'll see where it goes. Uh, I, it's it's real weird trying to see this new like gritty Resident Evil. I mean, you played Resident Evil Four, haven't you? Uh, no. Probably you know, not. The old, the old one, the, the one that is an '80s action. Possibly, movie like, it was it the one for GameCube. Yeah, it's the one where you saved the president's daughter from Europe. Okay, so yeah, I have played that one. As a matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're, they're going with the whole uh, you know kind of darker, grittier, like more realistic Resident Evil, but then it takes place after that. So they talk about like the character coming back from rescuing the president's daughter, and you're like, <laughs> oh shit, oh we're okay, all right. All right, so that happens. <laughs> Speaking of the president's daughter, um, it, but he's no longer the uh, president. He's it's not a daughter. Did you know Baron Trump is six foot seven? No. That was a random fact that uh, uh, I recently learned in some sort of article. I was like, wow, that's really tall. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump is a what? 230 pounds, very healthy. Well, he, I mean, he's pretty tall, too. Like, he's taller than I would expect, because I always picture him as just being, like, a short person, but he's, like, 6'2", six 6'3", six something like that. Is that with or without his platform shoes and his bone spurs? Well, who knows? Who knows? He, he's actually, like, he's three dwarves stacked together. <laughs> he's fucking consumed by hatred and wrapped in fucking bitter <laughs> resentment. That's right. But all right, that's 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 the news. That's 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 the life. That's that's what's going on. That is the life. That's correct. Um, yeah, man. So this was fun. We'll do this more often. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Hopefully next time we'll have fucking movies to talk about or something. Yeah, we'll have a, a plan. Well, this was good because like we didn't even really need one. It's been long enough that we could just roll but uh yeah any parting words of wisdom uh covid sucks get vaccinated mm-hmm. i'm vaccinated Have don't you, be an asshole you, did you even need it because you already had it uh yeah no i still need it i got my first shot i'm waiting to get my second one um cool yeah no it's 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 weird i'm in i'm in i'm in chicago now and uh it's it's mostly a blue state, but there's there's a lot of conservatives here too. Yeah, I would imagine uh, that outside of the city, you're gonna have yeah. So it's how it is so in New York you too. Hear a lot you go of upstate, the, it gets real red. Yeah, no, you hear a lot of the whole like, oh the the COVID was a hoax and the the vaccine it was a real problem. That's where they get you. Yeah, it's uh, it's microchips. Or it's microchips. Yes, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna brain control you. Uh, and they're going to give the country away to the Chinese. That is 
what I've heard. And you know, it's it's difficult because my, my way in, in dealing with people that like are conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. um, is to just like push them further. Yeah. Uh, but now I don't know when to stop because when someone's like they fake the moon landing, like you look at them dead in the eye and you go, "You believe in the moon?" <laughs> uh, and and like it it used to be funny to me because like people would like take the piss. Uh, but now it's just like, "Oh my god, tell me!" And it's just like, "No, I, you're an idiot." Like I, I'm I'm telling you, you're an idiot. Uh, just don't know where to stop. I just I can't stop now. Well, I mean, everything is you're clearly stupid. being like paid by you know your media overlords to say this. Um... No, see, they're the only ones speaking the truth. Those giant corporate media overlords, the ones that they listen to specifically, those are the only ones you can trust. All the other ones are are fake. That's fair. I feel like if like the 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 media actually controlled the world in the way that some people suggest, it would be horrifying. Like. Look at what they did to Star Wars. You, th- <laughs> you think they're gonna pull off Pizzagate? Jesus Christ! We'll just have to see. Maybe, maybe the world will stop being less Resident Evil. Maybe. And more like something fucking positive. Is there anything positive? Is Godzilla the most positive example that we have currently? Mm-hmm. Big old yeah. monster coming to destroy your town. Uh, Coming to destroy us all, but good. don't worry. We'll we'll do something. Mm-hmm. At least there's that sort of fucking reassurance. We'll do something. There you go. That's right. More, more, more fucking confidence inducing than the U.S. government. <laughs> That's our show, everyone. I am Tyler Andrew Pino. And I'm Michael Holler. Get out of my house. Yeah.